The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. Many of you are experiencing changes in your body. You may have sweaty palms or rapid breathing. Some of you are experiencing a tingling sensation. This is due to something we call anticipation. You are feeling this way because the show is about to begin. To prepare for this exciting new phase of your day, we recommend taking the following steps. Prepare to listen, smile, and laugh. You may experience an inexplicable desire to do something with your hands. We recommend slapping them together in a rhythmic fashion, an activity called applause. Well, that's it. You should be ready to begin your exciting journey into audiencehood. Just remember, it's perfectly natural to be nervous but with a little preparation, you'll soon be audiencing like a pro. And now, let's welcome the Bruno crew, Luigi Curto, Miss Robin, and Tony Bruno! Oh. Hello there, kids. It is a Wednesday. You know what that means. It's Prince Spaghetti Day. Well, we used to say that back in the day. Nobody remembers that. Woo! You got a day Wednesday, baby! Damn right. It's Wine Wednesday. We know that for sure. It's always Wine Wednesday, right? Damn right. In the Michael and David Wine Cellar. Hello there, Tony Bruno, the whole gang here. And Jack O'Donnell. When, when Luigi started screening calls on this show three years ago, we put him in the bathroom. At Dockside, remember? Well, first yeah. I was in the hallway. Right. Then I was in the bathroom. And I got moved out of the bathroom. I got put in the actual, into the, in the main room. You got to take your steps. It's like Thanksgiving. You know, you're at the kids' table, and then eventually you move eventually. up to the main right. table. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he already skipped the bathroom, though. We put him in the laundry room. Yes. Jack is in the back <laughs> of the laundry room screening calls today. I, he usually <laughs> sits here and drinks like six cases of beer during the show. And then we said, hey, Jack, you can drink the six cases of beer but answer the phones because right. one thing Luigi always says on the show, we don't have a call screener tonight. So we put Jack, who is another yep. unpaid slave on this show. You know, athletes he's call paid himself him beer. slave. Come on, he's paid him beer. No, he brought his own well, beer. He did. Beer. He did. <laughs> that's true. That is you true. Get, you get paid in beer when you drink more beer than he, that's here, okay? Exactly <laughs> that's right. You get paid in beer. But no, Jack's old school like me. 
You never go to somebody's house empty-handed, right? Like Luigi, never goes to someone's house without a case of condoms. Nope. By the way, speaking of condoms... People are asking for volume. Volume? Mm-hmm. I can't pump up the volume any more than I have. Dance, dance. So turn the main up just a tad, like RCH. RCH, how's that? Everybody. Is that better now? Okay. Can you hear me now? Good. Can you hear me now? Speaking of condoms, as you're Speaking saying. of condoms, did you see the video of Deshaun Kaiser? No. Going into a convenience store? I thought of Luigi right away the other day. <laughs> what? Oh, how Lu- sweet. Deshaun Kaiser, <laughs> the, f- the former Notre Dame quarterback now with the Cleveland Browns, yep. was seen buying a big-ass box of condoms in a convenience store the other convenience. day. You got to go to Costco, man. Buy them both. No, he bought them in a convenience store. I got a 40-pack. What do you get? Them's what, expensive Which that means, way. you know, he's got NFL money now. Right. Which is a little bit more than Notre Dame money when he was going there, probably. Well, I got sick and tired of paying seven ninety nine for a three pack every other day. So I was exactly like, I right, just man. Went into the store and bolted. So Deshaun Kaiser, proving one thing, kids: you must be safe at all times, especially if you live in Cleveland, and you keep getting yanked in and out of the lineup, so to speak, jerked in and out, in and out, even, in and out. Even though you might not be starting, you stay ready, <laughs> just right. in case, Tony. You got to be ready off the field as well as on it. And sadly, the Cleveland Browns aren't ready on the field at any given moment this season. Tony Bruno, Miss Robbins here, Luigi's here. You know, it's been a somber 24 hours. I know. And, not because, and we're not going to make this all about Roy Halladay because obviously. Although, if it's people want to talk about him, we'll that's talk fine. About him. And since we have a call screener, you can call in and get through. Imagine that. Exactly. So, we're not going to do all, uh, all Roy Halladay all the time because, again, not because we didn't love Roy Halladay or not going to miss him. But I will play one tape for you tonight, which will show you why many people hate sports talk radio as it exists today. In one of the most despicable, heinous, idiotic radio rants you will ever hear. No, not from me or Luigi. I'm no. talking about over-the-air radio. Guys doing primetime radio in major markets. I'm not even talking about the guys in the small markets or the gals in the small markets who are just trying to get a start in the business and will say idiotic things just so they hope somebody pays attention and gives them a job in Peoria. It's clickbait, man. It is. not even clickbait. These guys are on the air. Clickbait's when you have like a two-bit blog and you just try to get people to, to go on your site to read your crap. You mean like when it's like, when it's like a Tuesday or a Wednesday and you said, like, I just had a hot dog fly, Eagles fly? Exactly. That right, I got, I got, okay, that, that's clickbait. No, clickbait is, clickbait is you run a blog or you run a newspaper and you don't charge people for your content, which a lot of newspapers do now. Like Philly.com, you know, after one day, I'm, I can't get any more content unless I pay for a monthly subscription. And I'm sorry, Philly.com, I ain't paying for no monthly subscriptions. Sorry. I can get the information elsewhere. The thing that really hurts is the columnists uh-huh. because the columnists are the ones who are putting the content on these sites, on these newspapers. And if they're charging you, a lot of people are just saying, screw it, I'm not paying for the newspaper, and I'm not paying for the online content. If you want to, go right ahead. I'm not telling you not to. Point is, there's a lot of people out there just throwing stuff against the wall. And it bugs me because my my background was in journalism. You know, when I see major publications like USA Today running absolutely idiotic front-page headlines and stories that are just so patently false and absurd, I just shake my head anymore. I just shake my head. Because the, the problem in, in modern-day journalism is that it rarely exists anymore. Covering a news conference does not make you a journalist. You know why? Because that same news conference is on television somewhere. So Joe Schmo sitting at home 
doesn't need to go to your blog to read the quotes that you already heard and said. Now, when I watch coaches press conferences after games, I wasn't I wasn't able to get those because I would be in the locker room getting those quotes and then playing them back later. Now, the president speaks, Congress speaks, uh, coaches speak, anybody speaks, it's usually available either online or on live television. So that person who claims to be a journalist, unless you're a columnist, which you aren't a journalist, although most columnists started out as journalists, reporters, it's like lawyers. They start out as pros- it's like defense attorneys start out as prosecutors, which means they make no money, they get thrown into a court right. system, and they're paid to defend people who can't afford lawyers. Right. But they eventually move up and become high-paid defense attorneys so that they can go out and get guilty people and try to prove their innocence and get paid big money to do that. Again, that's not all defense attorneys do, but that's their goal. And then eventually their goal is to become a judge and then a Supreme Court justice and then retire and never have to worry about your job or making money ever again. I actually have, have audio from, from, from a defense attorney. Do we have defense attorney lawyers? Yeah, right here. Let's go to the tape. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Thank you. That's basically about as good as you're going to get right that's there. A, that's my divorce lawyer, actually. No, <laughs> I have a good one now. Unfortunately, I don't have any money to pay him. It's about 10 years too late. But anyway, enough about that stuff. My point was, there are a lot of people on radio, mostly radio, some on TV, and there's, and there's more on TV now than there used to be, who I call shock jocks. Right. Say things just to stir people up. Because that's how you get the phones to ring. That's how you get the clicks. That's how you get the viewership. And a lot of people do it. Am I going to rip them? No, because I would be spending the rest of my life triggered and ripping people. I know the game. I, I rarely played that game. Because I, I don't believe you have to play that game. If you give people good content, you don't have to resort to trying to stir people up. I used to always do the stuff when I was national, you know, busting the chops of the Cowboy fans, because I was on in Dallas. I was on in Dallas, and I would always try to, like, poke the bear. Not because I hated Dallas, because I wanted people from Dallas to listen and call in and be a part of the show. And that's what some of the TV, the Skip Baylesses of the world and people like that, they know that they have to get people to watch them in order for the ratings to go up because the ratings are really low. Right. So they poke the cities like Philadelphia, Boston, and those mm-hmm. towns that have great, really passionate sports fans to try to get them motivated enough to either go watch them live or watch them on the Internet because most of the stuff is, stuff is now available online. In fact, the, the, the only reason a lot of people actually see this stuff is because of the Internet because people aren't getting up and tuning into those shows, just like this podcast. A lot of people listen live or watch us live. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will listen tomorrow, the next day, the day after that. So that, that's, the, that's the way the world works. But the, uh, the lack of journalistic integrity is, is, is shocking to me. Well, that's the one thing you've always had to me off air, and you've, and you've been... Had, you've, I mean, See, you've I had, don't have to be a journalist anymore, because but, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a pundit. I don't work for a political party. I just give my opinions based on how I feel. Well, that, like I said, this is the one thing that you've said to me off air often, and you have no problem saying it on air, is that it's, it's not the, the lack of content that, that, you know, that disgusts you. It's the lack of, of, of actual journalism that goes into the content that's being said. No one takes their time to actually do any kind of research or any kind of work. They're just spewing whatever the hell they want to say, and none of it makes any sense. Well, it, it's, it's, it, there's a lot of people who are supposed to be covering a story who want to be columnists. You know, because just mm-hmm. because they have an opinion, but they don't have the they don't have the resources or the or the background 
to even offer opinions. Now, anybody can offer an opinion. Of Go course. to a bar. Right. You're entitled to your That's opinion. That's why bartenders, That's you know, an opinion piece. But if you want to be called a journalist, there is no opinion in that. It's just about the just facts. Just give me the facts. The Jack. five W's. <laughs> the five W's, Luigi. Which are they? Who, what, where, when, and why, and how. I'm exactly. sorry. Who, what, where, when, and why. Sorry. Exactly. And sometimes why. Yeah. Sometimes why. Sometimes, sometimes how. How? No, how? Sorry, no, I'm saying how as in like how the volume is still low on this no, computer. No, it's fine. I it's get, it I know. It's getting better now. Thank you, Dave Cooper. I, I'm sorry for the delay, guys. All so, right. no. Uh, the, Let me give out the phone number. Thank you, yes. Tony. Because we want people to participate tonight. Do we? Yes. All right. 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669. Of course, Roy Holiday's the big story, and we know more today than we did yesterday. And the NTSB... Uh, we'll give the final results in a couple of weeks when they, they got the black box recorders. There were two actual voice recorders on his airplane. Uh, and the tributes, you know, and when people die, we always say good things because we try to respect people, whether we disagree with it or not. Roy Halladay is one of those guys, not just because he was a great, not because he pitched for the Phillies, but because he was great at what he did. And he was one of the most dominant pitchers in my lifetime. Now, I, I mentioned yesterday that in my lifetime, and I go back into the 60s, and there were some great pitchers. And the you, know, you go back to the what the Koufax era, uh, Sandy Koufax, and you know, Bob Gibson. I mean, there were a lot of great pitchers, phenomenal pitchers. But but I'm talking about in modern era, modern era. You know, when everybody when people talked about domination, because you know Babe Ruth dominated. Well, Clemens was a dominating pitcher for Roger a while. Roger Clemens right? was dominating. But in my lifetime, covering sports, the two most single dominating pitchers I ever saw was Steve Carlton in 1972. I told you about that. 27 complete games. Yeah, which is incredible. On one of the worst teams in baseball history. Uh, th- the 27 wins, which you'll never see happen again. You know, that's, that's 1972. Well, you know, they don't, call, they don't call it win day for no reason when you're on, when you're on the mound. You know what I mean? Just exactly. Basically just, just mail it in, guys, because we're going to win today. That's and it. And now remember, now we're going, now fast forward. 40 years, and you would think athletes are bigger, stronger, better conditioned than ever before, right? So how come a guy in 1972, using primitive techniques by his personal trainer, Gus Heffling, involving putting his hand into a big vat of rice to strengthen the arm muscles, he would do that stuff, and people thought he was nuts. People thought he was criticized by local reporters for his, his exercise regimen, which is why Steve Carlton stopped talking to the media. Because they misrepresented him as somebody who didn't run in the outfield with the rest of the pitchers because that's what most pitchers do as part of the routine before the game. They go out and run on the warning track. Carlton didn't do that stuff, but he was still great. And why Steve Carlton didn't talk to the media was because he knew in his heart what he was doing was working because he was 27 wins, 27 complete games. In other words, I'll do it my way. I'm not disrespecting the team. I'm doing it the way I feel is right. I know what works for me. Exactly. Basically. And right. that rice thing is no joke, Tony. When I, when I was fighting to strengthen my hands, mm-hmm. I would do that. I would t- dig my hands into the rice, come back up, squeeze, release the rice, go mm-hmm. back in, and it helps your grip strength and it helps your, your hands overly get stronger. That's what it does. And man. that's what Carlton did. Yep. So Carlton, to me, in 72, there'll never be another season where you'll see a pitcher do that. With all the great modern-day pitchers well, and William, pitch counts. First of all, pitch counts will prevent anybody from uh, completing 27 games. William, William Cullen does check in. He, there's, where's one name? Maybe you might have to listen to. And it's a short list because there's only maybe three, and that's Mi- Nolan Ryan would probably be up there, too. Nolan Ryan was great, but Nolan Ryan lost a lot of games, too. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And Nolan Ryan doesn't have a lot. Didn't, but the no-hitters are, are oh, you, no, no, no the strikeouts and everything. No, I'm not saying there weren't great pitchers. I'm talking about my me personally okay. watching guys 
individual seasons. Nolan Ryan had a lot of great seasons and a lot of strikeouts. Right, and people were commenting like Pedro Martinez, thing like these guys are great I'm pitchers in their own right. Yeah, uh, yeah. but Tony I'm is talking saying as about as, like tra- I'm talking about generational guys, generational guys. Steve Carlton was a generational guy. Because what he did on a bad team will never, ever happen again. No, it won't that ever That would happen. be like the 76ers during the tank era. That would be like Joe Embiid playing 26 minutes. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about a really bad team. Like, go back to the bad Sixer teams, the tank teams. They didn't have one player who led the league in anything. They were universally <laughs> right. rotten. Right, right. From the best player to the worst player. It was even keeled yeah. the whole way. For example, Fred Carter in the 1972-73 76ers team that only won nine games, which is still the worst record in NBA history. Fred Carter was an unbelievably good player, which is why I dubbed him the best player on the worst team in NBA history. But, you know, nobody's going to say, hey, you know, who was the best player on that 2013 Sixer Tank team? We all remember that. We all remember that Jakar Sampson season. No, I mean, again, this isn't knocking those individual players. They were put in those positions to lose. But none of them were actually iconic in in a way that Carlton was. And so when I see a guy like Carlton, Pedro Martinez was great because he was a phenomenal pitcher. He was a great postseason pick. Carlton didn't pitch in a lot of postseasons. No, he didn't have to. My point is, he 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 was one of those guys that was incredibly good. I mean, so far better. Than anything you can see, it was remarkable to watch. The strikeouts, the control, domination. I mean, he was unhittable. Because he's one of those guys that when they say, if, if you had one game to pitch, yep. he's a name that gets pulled. And he's one of the names that gets pulled more often than others would. Like, a lot of people would, like, personally, if you said, Luigi, you had one game, you got to pitch. All the marbles, who would you take? I would go Steve Carlton before I said guys, like, probably before I even said guys' names like Nolan Ryan or Pedro or Roger Clemens, who are greats in their own right. Absolutely. I, I, would say, I would say Steve Carlton before anything. Again, this is not to discount anybody else's greatness, because there's always great pitchers. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a couple young great pitchers now in baseball. My point is, Roy Halladay, when he pitched, not just for the... Remember, he was in... He was in, in Toronto in the American League. years, <laughs> and he won a Cy Young, and he was great and unhittable there. And he had to deal with Boston and the Yankees exactly. for, for all those years. So it's not because I'm a Philly homer. Or, this is not a Philly sports story. This is a story of a guy who was incredible. Cy Young's in both leagues. He, in Toronto, he was phenomenal, an icon. And then he comes to Philadelphia. And, the, and to me, the saddest chapter of the Roy Halladay, other than the loss of his life, is the fact that he comes here, was part of the four aces. Remember that? And Blanton. The, <laughs> and the Phillies won the World Series in 08. They were back in at 09. And then they bring in Halladay and they bring in Roy Oswald. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking, wow, this team's... They're going to go right back after it and get the World Series. And Halliday, despite his greatness, especially in 2010, his first year, pitches a, a perfect game against the Florida Marlins during the regular season. And then a no-no. And then a no-hitter in the postseason against the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, that's the kind of domination and greatness I'm talking about. Every time I see, every time I see that replay, and I, I still think Carlos Ruiz is not going to get it the first in time. I just keep going, like, no, Carlos, get up, throw it. <laughs> Listen, man, he, 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 was, he was incredible. And, and like you, you mentioned, Tony, his time in Toronto, I mean, you remember you would see like you would see the scores come up and it would say like Jays, Yankees, nothing, nothing, ninth inning, and Roy still on the mound. This yeah. guy was going into 10 innings and still throwing shutout baseball. So that's he was my a machine, point. man. My point is not to dis- – I'm not discounting. And the other point is Roy Halladay is dead at age 40. I know. Are these other guys are still alive, yes, thankfully. And so when they die, we will honor their careers as well. But to see a guy at age 40 – who's been retired for Was it four years now. Oh, man, so young, man. He yeah. retired four years ago because Roy Halladay, when he started to lose it and he had the shoulder issues and, That's it. and was trying, and he lost his velocity, 
he realized it was over. He didn't try to keep going out there and pitching. He didn't hang on for another year. No, because he, he wasn't. it wasn't all about ego. And you could tell that it wasn't all about ego. He just loved the game. And when he couldn't play anymore, he's like, you know what? I'm going to be all about family. One, of my, mm-hmm. sad one of my favorite follows on Twitter, former pitcher Dan Harron. You yep. know Dan Absolutely. Harron. Absolutely. His bio says, through 88, retired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. I didn't have it anymore. I'm done. Just stop playing. So the point is, it's not that Clemens and Doc and Pedro and uh, Randy Johnson and the list and great guys. The, the bottom line is, this guy is gone at age 40, and when you watched him pitch, and luckily, you know, even younger generation people, because he's, you know, 2010 and 11 and 12, he was still good. No, he's been one of the best in the past 15, 20 years. Recently. And we all remember one, he had the arm issue, and people were wondering, and he, was, he wanted to go out there and keep doing it, and we knew something was wrong. And then he went to the doctor, and then he went down to the minor leagues and came back. But you know what else was great about Roy Halladay? Is that Roy Halladay, no matter who he was around, young pitchers, all these other players that played with him, they knew one thing about him. He worked harder than anybody else to stay great. He, he was already great. But he maintained the same type of demeanor off the field and on the field to stay great. And, to, you know, and, and, there, and there are actually some people criticizing Roy Holiday today. And we've heard all the tributes and we've seen all the information. I mentioned the NTSB. The latest story there is that they did find the, uh, the airplane. And by the way, Roy Holiday had 700 hours oh, wow. of flight training. So it wasn't he just bought the plane and ran out there and said, let me take this baby for a ride. He had 700 hours before he got his license in 2013. So he was practicing while he was right after he retired. He was practicing when he was still playing, but he didn't fly planes. Once he retired, then he actually went out and did the work necessary to get a pilot's license. So he's not like some guy who goes out and buys a hopped up car and then goes down and tries to race people. You know what I mean? And try to do some street racing. He bought a plane recently, right. but he had 700 hours. Previously. And How many hours do you need to have? I don't know. I don't know all that information because I never tried to get a pilot's license. So I'm not going to throw out numbers. I'm just giving you stat, stat, facts that I know based on legitimate people reporting these facts. Not based on, hey, I, I remember with a, flying with a buddy who was trying to get a pilot's license, and I think it was. I don't do that. Wow. I don't know. Okay. I just know that. Here's the, the answer. Pe- you only need 40 hours. That is the minimum for a private pilot's license. 40. And he had well, 700. 700 hours flying. But so does that mean you're, because you had 700 hours flying, you're infallible and you're never, nothing bad's going to happen? No. He got his airplane, and there was video released today on TMZ which showed him flying erratically. Because one of the things about this plane, it is almost portable, and you can fly low and go back up, and you can land in water. It was an amphibious plane made in California, actually in Vacaville, California. Right, and the other thing was that there was a special wing design that um, supposedly prevented, if if anything stalled out because of the fact that... He could glide it, yes. it, it, It doesn't do the twist, the roll, that a lot of other planes do, which is incredibly dangerous. So this made it easier for people to fly at low altitudes. And that's what this plane was supposed to do as well. But the, the video and the, and the witnesses now who saw his plane flying over the Gulf of Mexico down in Florida said that he was, uh, he was, he was going up and down. He, he, was, uh, he was flying at low altitude. Right. And then the plane 
had a high energy impact, but it remained intact. It wasn't all broken to, to the pieces. But did it just flip over? It, it, it landed inverted. So he was upside down in this plane in four feet of water Which is like when it crashed. <laughs> hitting concrete. For me. Exactly. Well, here's the problem, though. That particular plane, it doesn't have doors. The plane, the top of the plane lifted up. To allow somebody to get in and out. Those, those so small planes scare me as it if, is, man. It really does. If he landed inverted and water got into the cockpit, he would not have been able to lift a door up. Oh, no, there's no there. way. You can't lift that. It's exactly. too, much, pre- it's too yeah. much pressure. So that's what the NTSB and that's what eyewitnesses are saying, that it was a high-energy impact. The plane inverted, which means it landed upside down when it settled, and he was in four feet of water. Now, Craig on Facebook checks in. He goes, is it true it was the first of that model off the line? Uh, we don't know. I don't know if it was I the do first. Know this, was though, it one of one, basically? I, no, I did some research on this yesterday when I went on in San Francisco with Damon Bruce because this, this airplane company, Icon, is in Vacaville, California, right. in the Bay Area, and they have, been, they have been developing these planes. They've had other versions. The Icon right. 5 version, which is the one Roy Halliday purchased, back in May of this year, mm-hmm. a test pilot and one of the executives of the country of the company, did a test flight of this plane okay. over the uh, open Napa County right. and crashed the plane and died. However, what? Yes. yes. However, that the NTSB uh, determined that that had absolutely nothing to do with the airplane. It that, was, that pilot was pilot error. error. Pilot error. They were, um, if anybody's familiar with uh, Lake Berryessa, there's canyons around it, and it wasn't the, the, it was the executive that was training. It wasn't the test pilot who, is a ve- who was a very, very experienced test pilot and also experienced in that location, but the um, executive was the one that was piloting, and he went to turn into a canyon and turned left instead of right or right instead of left, whatever, but he ended up going up against a, a wall of the canyon because... It, the, the, he thought that it was a thoroughfare, and it wasn't. It was the dead end. And unfortunately, he crashed. So that had absolutely nothing to do with the plane itself. Exactly. So people automatically will say, well, this plane isn't safe. And right. Most of the time, most of these accidents, unfortunately, occur because of pilot error pilot or error. some freak weather right. thing. And people fly every day and, and safely. I've known people who've flown all their lives, but I've mm-hmm. known people who've died in plane crashes. I've known people There's who've still, died skydiving. I think the, the problem that people have is that whenever you hear it, whenever you hear about a plane crash, it's, it doesn't happen as often, so it's it's incredibly noticeable, and you immediately start thinking, like, oh, my gosh, the crash, uh, you know, falling and all that. But it is still safer than driving a car. And remarkably, how I mean, about... How about um, Harrison Ford has been in multiple plane crashes mm-hmm. with his private single-engine plane. And the guy has walked away from them multiple times. So, unfortunately, you're either lucky when you crash or you're not. And Roy Halliday over water, the plane inverted, and that was the end of his life at the age of 40. And a lot of people are reacting, and certainly everybody that played with him or saw him. I really didn't know Roy Halliday well. I talked to him a couple times. Remember, I was, in, I was in so California uh, d- when he came to Philadelphia, so I didn't really get a, lot, a, a chance to spend a lot of time around him. But, you know, no one, and again, no one normally says bad things when people die. But when the universal love for yeah. Roy Halliday, he is, was just is, one of those gentle giants, kind of, you know, like that's what everybody says that he was just an all-around good guy. I didn't know the guy personally. I'm not going to pretend that I know the guy personally. I'm not going to share any memories about Roy Halliday that I had with him. I, I just I, I would I, if I, I did, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I just respect the fact that we just lost someone. Forget the fact that he's a baseball player. He's a 40-year-old guy with kids who just died tragically way before he should have. And that's that's the way I leave it. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't have anything to say about the man personally. I just I don't know him. I'm not going to pretend like I know him. And he was here in Philadelphia for a while, and he gave us some great memories. 
but again, the, the tragic thing is that a 40-year-old man lost his life in a tragic accident in an airplane. That's it. And the other, the other stories that we've heard now the last couple of days is that his wife was always against it. But his dad was a pilot, and he always loved to fly, and he couldn't fly when he was a major league player because it was in his contract. Right. That, that, that was one of those, like skiing. Uh, there's a lot of things in, in athletes' contracts remember, that you can't do. Remember that uh, uh, other Phillies uh, former pitcher, New York Yankee Eric Milton? Who went and he, he died in a, in a plane accident. Remember, he, he flew his plane into a in, into the. No, that was uh, that was Corey Lytle. Corey Lytle was it? Corey Lytle. Corey Lytle. Not, yeah. not, excuse me, I mixed. I missed. Corey Lytle. It was not that many years ago. Crashed in a plane in New York. I mean, Thurman Munson, one of the all-time great Yankees, died. And then who could forget Roberto Clemente? Now he that, wasn't a pilot. Right. That's what I'm he saying. He was on a rescue mission from his native Puerto Rico to Nicaragua on a plane that crashed and took his life. And to this day. Roberto Clemente, they have the Humanitarian Award for Major League Baseball, named after him because he died trying to help people who were in need in a, in a, in a storm situation, in a disaster scenario. So, unfortunately, we lose people every day, and, and Roy Halladay is gone. But then I mentioned as we started the show, then there are those people who are the most hopeless, callous, idiotic. The sad part about, I'm going to play this short tape. I mean, it's a 10-minute long, but I'm not going to play it all for you. And I don't like to rip other people because... Well, these guys deserve to they be They deserve ripped. to be ripped. They absolutely they, deserve these, these. This is why people hate sports talk radio. Because of nitwits like these two guys in Boston on the Sports Hub, 98.5, I think the station is. Yeah. You have their names? Yeah, Felger and Maz. Felger and Maz. These guys are on, and I'm going to play... Sorry, they're still wearing Jenko jeans and Kangles. I, wanna, like I want you to hear... What they were saying earlier today on this Wednesday, November 8th, we've cut it down, but this is basically, and they repeated this over and over again, but I want you to hear what these clowns said on the radio about Roy Halladay. This guy went down in the plane yesterday? I said, I want to know about I said, I don't know the details, but hopefully this isn't JFK Jr., someone who doesn't know what he's doing, screwing around with the plane and killing himself for all intents and purposes. And so it just sort of angers me. Like, you, you care that little about your life? Or about the life of your family? Or life of your, your little joyride? Is that important to you? That you're going to risk just dying. You're 40 years old and a multimillionaire with a, a loving family. And to you, you have to go get that thing where you can dive bomb from 100 feet to 5 above the water with your single-engine plane with your hand out the window. Whee! Whee! Yeah, man, look at the G-Force on this. I'm Maverick. <laughs> yeah, man, look at this. This is so cool. And you die splat, and it's over. So you're that guy. You have to do that? Maybe you know that those type of people know those risks, though. I have no. I, 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 I just can't relate to them. I can't relate to them. I, I don't respect them. And to the point now where that guy is like the bad guy to me. You got this family. And you're going to screw around in this little toy plane, which is what this is. And if you read up on this plane, it's a little toy plane. Well, and that's how it's described, too, as a toy. Right? So, look, I, and I don't, you know, I'm not, oh, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a plane guy. I'm not a race car please. guy. So when I heard this thing, I thought he died in a plane accident and that he was flying it. I don't know. Was he going somewhere? Is he someone that can fly himself to some places? Like, is that what it is? But when you see the video of this thing that was on TMZ today... He was like an aerial acrobat, for crying out loud. Yeah, he was joyriding. In the he, he totally was. I mean, he, he was just flying around out there, goofing around, zipping down toward the water, coming back up, zipping down again, coming back up. So, like, once you, once you see the video, 
it is hard to sort of look at it and say, well, this is a tragedy. I, I mean, you know what? I didn't need the video. You're going to screw around on this plane. You're not a professional pilot. You're a part-time pilot. You buy a, a little toy plane that doesn't require a full pilot's license. All it takes is what they call a sport pilot's license, which takes about half the airtime, a third of the airtime, a third of the experience that you need for a real pilot license. So you're not a full... You're, his dad was. That's why he's into flying, because right. his dad was a... Commercial pilot. Uh, I think he was a private... Uh, a uh, corporate pilot, is what they say. So I don't, I don't, I don't even think he was a commercial pilot. Uh, but whatever. Maybe that's the same thing. I don't know. His father was a pilot. So he's got it in his blood a little bit, but he's not... He's not a militarily trained pilot. He's not a professionally trained pilot. He is a Joe Q citizen who buys a plane that folds up and you can put in your garage. And that's amphibious. You can land it on the water. Wee! Oh, whoa! Look! I just landed on the water, everybody! I'm going to tweet it! Splat! You're dead with two kids. Moron. And in fact, the cockpit of the thing was designed to be like a sports car, right? right. That's where I had to cut it off. He keeps going on and on and on and on and on. You know what the sad reality of that is? There are some people who will agree with that. I know. There are Here's some people who will agree so with what that clown is saying. Let me make a couple of corrections here. It actually requires 200 hours of flying to get your commercial license. He had 700. Um, you only need, as I said, 50 hours to get your pilot's license. On average, it usually takes uh, somebody about 70 hours before they pass their final test. Um, but it only requires 50 but most of them require, it takes them a little bit longer. And um, it's he wasn't just joyriding. Like, you could say that if, if you say that he was just, he didn't care about his family, then everybody that smokes a cigarette, mm-hmm. gets in a car, skydives, uh, drinks, goes, and drives, drinks and drives, texts and drives, uh, goes river rafting, um, you name it. They don't care about their family either. Now, is there an inherent danger to doing what Roy Holiday did more so than anything else? Yeah, skydiving, Jim O'Brien, a right. good friend of mine who was a weatherman at Channel 6 and a DJ at WFIL, he, was, he used to skydive every weekend. He lost his life jumping out of an airplane. Most people who jump out of an airplane don't lose their lives. Mm-hmm. There's an inherent risk. That is true. There's an inherent risk in living. Exactly. <laughs> Walking across the street now is risky. Yes. Right, but he's saying that because you know he's an athlete and he had... You know, family and all stuff like that, and it was stupid. Does that mean that every single person who goes out there and is not a commercial airline pilot who wants to get their pilot license and fly planes are they stupid? Do they not care about their family either? No, it it, it doesn't. No, it, again, just, it, it, it doesn't. It, 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 it's an asinine thing to say. Like the guy lost his life. Like I, I, and he didn't have his facts straight. That's the thing that's really pissy is that he did not look up any of the information. And there also the other thing is. He was a professionally trained pilot. Correct. You have to go to a professional to become a pilot. Yeah, but here's the bottom line, though. You don't just, like, do it online. If that's how you feel, though, when someone dies, just shut the hell up and keep it to yourself. You you don't go out there and say that because, again, it doesn't matter whether I hear it or you hear it or Robin hears it or any of the people listening on Facebook hear it. His family might hear that. Mm -hmm. They don't need to hear that. Here's the worst part. One of those two guys works for the MLB Network. That's what I'm saying. So one of those guys works for. Don't you think when the MLB network hears that and employs that guy, they're going to say, "Yeah, you know, that's the kind of employee we want. We want a guy just calling a guy who was one of the all-time great pitchers in baseball, a guy who just died tragically, a moron." 
That's what we want at the MLB Network. I mean, there's a lot of things that people do that increases their chance of death. Of course, skiing. skiing. People have died skiing. People have died but the number riding one, a motorcycle. People die thing? walking across the street. The number one thing, smoking. Smoking increases your chance of death exponentially. Which is why so I don't appara- smoke. Apparently, I'll be two years clean uh, New Year's Eve, brother. Which is Coming fantastic. Up. We may have to celebrate that. And you know, we'll get a pack of smokes. We'll get a pack of smokes. We'll get a cigar I'm or something. Curious, I'm curious not to see it. if either of those two guys smoke. They probably do drugs. Huh. I'm going to say that since they're radio jackasses and probably a couple of fat guys who've never done anything athletic in their lives and just sit around in their basement with coconut oil, watching sports, masturbating to the Boston Celtics, Masturbating to the New England Patriots. Hey, you leave Jose out of this, all right, dude? <laughs> oh, Masturbating to the Boston Bruins and all the other sports teams in Boston. That's what these guys do. There are a couple of putzes from Boston talking tough. I guarantee you if one of the Boston Red Sox or one of the icons in Boston had died. And again, this is not just about Philly because Roy Halladay, mostly his career was in Toronto. Right. Twelve of his 16 years were in Toronto, Canada. You should get a load of these two buttes. <laughs> I'm telling wow. you. Wow. I mean, seriously, this, this, these guys are uh, these guys are a couple of prize winners. It's unbelievable. Are they heavy? And it was mostly one guy. It was the Felger guy. Well, the other well, guy didn't really say much. Well, they were both they were egging each other on for sure, and they were agreeing with each other. But I the d- guy doing most of the talking. One guy is Sans Chin. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, that's the little fat guy Felger. Yeah. So, in other words, he's doing something that uh, is putting him at risk for a higher, higher risk of death by eating too much and unhealthily. You know, again, I'm not going to sit here and just make fun of these guys. But I'm not making fun what, of them. What I they just did is just... Is it's irresponsible, just... and I think that it's, it's really unfair. It's, it's what, what they're saying is that if you love your family, you should not live your life. You should just stay inside and be safe. And by the way, the day before he crashed his plane, you know what he was doing? Coaching little kids yeah. in baseball. You know what he did most of his off days? Be around kids mm-hmm. and work with Phil Abundance when he was here to help feed homeless people and hungry people during the holidays and work with charities that save dogs. And this guy isn't just flying his airplane on joy rides every day. He was trying to enjoy his life after his unbelievable yep. baseball career. Like a lot of people who have the fortune to retire young, like he did, and, and have the money and the family and the life and, and choose to do things that they enjoy. That's what it is. He wasn't out there. He didn't want to be evil Knievel. Mm-hmm. He enjoyed flying. Uh, and unfortunately, it took his life. Dean checked in and he said, he's, he, Tony, he's not from Boston. He's from Wisconsin. Same difference, same asshole. Doesn't matter. Oh, the guy Felger guy? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't know these guys, and I know a lot of people in sports radio, but lately I don't really, there's so many sports stations, and I don't condemn usually people who work in the business, but when I hear something like that, and unfortunately you're hearing it a lot more often now in the day and age of shock jocks, it's just, that's just pathetic. You know, Tony, we actually have somebody calling in from Florida. He's uh, he's first timer on Facebook, and he would like to chime in. Oh, he should delete his account immediately. Facebook is garbage. You don't want to be on Facebook whatsoever. <laughs> But he is now live. Brian, you are live. Do I punch him up? No, no. we'll punch him up for you, Tony. Hey, hey, oh, okay. Tony. Hey, hey. How are you, Brian? Hey, Tony, how are you? Good, man. Thank you. Good, man. Hey, I just, good. I just wanted to call in. Uh, first time I've, I'm from Philly. I've heard you years ago up in Philly. Um, all this nonsense and everything going on about Roy Holiday. I mean, the man just needs to be remembered for who he was. You know, he was a great player, a great great, you know, great person. 
And you know what? The Walker guy, if it went at 100 miles an hour, you know, and, and the, the, the world mourned him when he got killed doing 100 miles an hour. Well, that was foolish. You know, things happen. Let's just let's mourn Doc Holliday for who he was, the person that he was. And you know what? He had to, he was doing some extracurricular fun, and tragedy hit. It, let's stop with all the nonsense, all that. Not you guys, of course, but all the other nonsense. I can't agree with you guys more on everything you're saying. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I have respect. I respect people to to not, especially people that you know you've seen. I didn't even know Roy Halliday, okay? And uh, I, and I'm just reacting as anybody who sees something tragically happen. Again, he wasn't he wasn't in a crack house with 15 hookers, you know, doing syringes and dying of a heroin overdose. The guy, you know, and and my my Saturday nights. Yeah, usually. he wasn't. You know, was he irresponsible? I don't know. Was he was he a moron? Because his because something happened when he was flying his airplane. How's he a moron? To enjoying things that he likes. Look, it's not like he got, he got behind the wheel of a car and didn't know how to drive and have a license. He was a professionally trained pilot. Exactly. He, he, he was certainly qualified more than anyone else to go up there and do any, what he wanted to do, and that's what he chose to do. And it's 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 just it's tragic what happened. It's it's not. And we still don't even know. Like, it's not like you go up there and ask for it. People get struck by lightning on golf courses. That's yes. tragic. But that's so you're out there doing what you enjoy. You can't be afraid to go out and do what you enjoy. If you enjoy play golf, life. you don't care about your family. Well, that's true. Most guys don't. That's why they go play golf. Exactly. Duh. That's why guys are out there every Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, let me get a quick nine in before I that's go a, home. That's a bad analogy there, Robin. But they always tell you it's just out there for business. They're out there making business deals. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Look at our buddy uh, Harry Mays. He went out and played golf. Yeah. He wasn't he, even drunk. I know. He could have been killed. I know. He tore up his leg playing golf. Who does that? Not just tore up. He broke how? In two places. How do you break your leg playing golf? In he two fell off the side, and he wasn't even drunk. That's that's oh, what, I was going to say. That's that's what he was embarrassed. In. He rolled his ankle and broke his ankle, and then his. You know uh, when you're on the side. You know when you're walking off the side of a green, and you got to walk down a, a slight incline to get to your cart or your bag if you're sure. walking. That's when he fell. Ah, oh. Harry. I know. But that's what happens. You don't know when something's going to happen. Now again. If you're flying an airplane, if you're you know driving a race car, if you skydive, you know you know there are inherent risks. And, and Roy Halliday and his wife and his family knew there were inherent risks. What this guy, what these guys are saying is basically like you know he'd still be alive if you weren't out there living your life. Exactly, well, I mean, and, and that's and that's and that's just that's just wrong. I mean, there are certain things that increase the chances of. That there are a little bit more risky than others. Look, I'd like to go in a shark cage someday. I can't swim, but I think sharks are pretty cool, and I'd like to see a shark up close. I'm not going to go I've do done it. It's it. pretty dangerous, I've and done I, th- it. I think I could possibly die. I'm so not, I'm not a great go swimmer. That. I've gone down and swim with sharks and dolphins and whales and stuff, but I'm not going to go down there and put my hand near a stinking stingray and get stung because no. I'm not that crazy. No, well, we've been on Stingray Island. Right, and that's... I appreciate your time. Oh, well, thanks so much, Brian, man. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, so thank you Brian. Calling. Listening I'm down sorry, in Florida, I'm trying, didn't I? I'm trying to, uh, I didn't know I was told. I'm sorry to interrupt, guys. No, no, you're no, interrupt. not We're interrupting you. No, no, no. I'm, we I'm, just go on and on and on. But now, what part of Florida are you in? Nah. Uh, I'm down uh, right outside of Daytona. Okay, beautiful. I took Miss Robin to Daytona, yeah, drove on the yeah. beach. She had no idea. She had no idea that you can drive your car on the beach in Daytona still. That's awesome. Brian, I got to say. Oh, it's great. I take, my, I take my Jeep out every weekend. So that's dangerous, though. Don't do it again. So I have to say, Brian, <laughs> I had seen. Like, I, I'm, I'm seat buckled, though. You know, I'm precautious. 
I had seen the, p- the like video of people driving on the beach in Daytona, and I thought it was like a, d- a movie thing. I didn't realize that anybody can do it. Yes. When you're down there, you don't have to get a special permit. Yeah. It's not during a certain time. It's just like any time you want to, you can drive on the beach. And so we went on the beach. And and you don't even have to have an, uh, an all-wheel drive vehicle. We no. had a rental car. A, like, I forget. It was like a Chevy something or another. And Because it's I, hard sand. So you're not driving through thin, thin, no, thin sand where like, you're going to get bogged down. It's packed in sand, and right. there's, like, lanes. And it's almost like yeah. there's lanes on the beach. I was giddy. You're not marked, though, because the water comes I was giddy. I was just, like, such a teenager. I, I was like, woo! <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> but it is, it's fun. It is definitely fun. It, it's good times. It's 80 degrees right now. I might actually, you know, head out to the beach now and grab a drink for the night. You know? Oh, so, man. Brian, yeah, you're going to have to stay, uh, st- stay, keep listening because oh, I have... Oh, good for you. I have a Florida <laughs> update, which is a total outrage. It is tonight. an outrage. Which one are you using? This I'm is the this is. Okay. I'm going to rip somebody else here tonight. It's not my style to criticize people, but the, uh, the authors of this Florida update are going to have hell to pay yes, when I'm done will. with them. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for nice calling, calling, Brian. I'll be, I'll be hanging. I'll be hanging on, man. I appreciate you taking my call, Tony. I really do, brother. No, well, thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> you know, I mentioned this earlier. I know Paul Pereira's reading, and we talked about Corey Lytle, the former Yankee pitcher who killed. He was with his flight instructor when he was flying yes. a single-engine plane over New York and died a few years back. So, you know, I mean, what do you, you just remember. You re- when people die, regardless of how they die... You remember their yeah. lives. I you mean, celebrate their lives. Well, speaking of someone who could help us probably celebrate Roy's a little bit, we, have, we do have Jim from Sheltonham holding, so I'm sure Absolutely. he's got some sort of tape or some audio from Roy. I'm, I'm fairly oh, sure. Oh, well, you know, the, the, the perfect game. I, I, by the way, I think they're re-airing it on Comcast they Sportsnet, should. They should re-air NBC it. Philadelphia, NBC Sports Philadelphia. And we'll always have those memories. And again, I, I mentioned, and I was talking to my friends in San Francisco, remember, that 2010 year, was one of those, no doubt about it, the Phillies are going to win. Absolutely. And then Roy Holiday loses one nothing games in the postseason, yeah, right? He got, he got beat by Chris frickin' Carpenter. Yep. one nothing by the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, how crazy is that? And man? then the Giants were one of those teams back in that era, too, that you get into the postseason. You can't pitch no better than Roy Depp. No. Chris Carp- I mean, that's the amazing thing. When you talk about guys who probably should have had at least one ring he in his career. Got, he should have got Absolutely. Yeah, he Again, he didn't. You know, there are great athletes who don't get rings. Roy Holiday is one of those guys. That's what I was talking about. When you talk about great athletes who had unbelievable careers, legendary Hall of Fame types, but don't win a championship, it's kind of it's kind of the reason why I was I was rooting for the Dodgers a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'd, I would have liked to see Kershaw get one. Well, before, he's still young enough, right? To but get before it. the yeah, but the guy's got more innings pitched than freaking anybody. So before the career's over, I would have liked to seen a guy like Kershaw get one. I like to see the guys, the greats, get the ring to solidify the career. You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a great fighter who never won the never won a title. Something. No, exactly. Guys, you, know, you you want to see the guy do. You want to see the guy. But Kershaw still has a lot of time left. That's the it was in his last chance, and this team's not good. They got a lot of young players on the Dodgers, so he'll he'll be back. He'll get another. He'll get a couple chances. Right, but like you were saying, a guy like a guy like Halliday, who was at the absolute top of his game, you know, yep. the, the the pinnacle. You know, it's it's not fair. It's it's kind of to, to say it's not fair for a millionaire, but I'm saying it's not fair for a guy to be that great, to be one of the greats, to never actually get the final. The, you know, the, the, the final achievement in winning that World Series. Exactly. Him, you know? All right, meanwhile. Let's go to Jim. Let's go to Jim, go to Jim, who has memories of everything. And we all, I mean, even though it's seven years ago, it seems like yesterday watching Roy Halladay pitch that perfect game and then the no-hitter in the postseason. It was unbelievable. Robin and I were in California when that was yep. going on. You were in in 2010. Yeah, we didn't move back till 2011. Jim, what's going on tonight? 
you doing, Tony? Good, Jim. Obviously, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's been it's been a horrible 24 hours for anybody who followed sports or followed Roy Halladay or followed anybody who you see with two young boys and a wife. It's just tragic. Losing his life at age 40. Would would he have lived longer if he wasn't flying on that plane? Probably. But he could have been hit by a drunk driver yeah. driving on a road in he Florida. Just, yeah, he could have been just crossing. He could the have street. been in a boat and got hit by another boat. I mean, well, who was the uh, the the player? What was it? Two years ago, that was off the coast of Florida. Yes, and, the um, Fernand- uh, Jose Fernandez. Jose yeah. Fernandez of the Marlins. You know, guys are out on boats. Somebody does something wrong, or there's an accident, or some somebody's not doing anything wrong, and before you know it, yeah. people are dead. That's why life is. Me- that's why it's called life. You enjoy your life because you never know when it's going to go. Except me. I've decided not to enjoy life anymore. <laughs> it is a final. It is, well, it's That's not a, a final yet. Now that is a bad decision. The one thing I should have done this weekend, though, before anything else, I should have gone to Brazil for the finals of Miss Bum Bum. Did you see that? Miss Bum Bum? Bum Bum. B-U-M-B-U-M. B-U-M. you got to check that out. In the meantime... No, not that. No, this is actually better than that. No, there's no Bud Light oh, at this oh, okay, competition. Sorry. You know, you didn't know about Miss Bum Bum? No, I had no idea. I, did I had not tape. Know. We'll have to play the uh, the contestants tonight. Actually, the winner was Brady down there doing some cha cha dancing. No, no, his... Tony Romo wasn't down there either. No. It wasn't like he used to do when he was pitch, but he was playing for the Cowboys. No, he's out there calling snap counts. Remember the uh, one, remember when Romo took all of his boys to Mexico? Yes, he did. And then, and then they came back and sucked. Yes, he did. And people went crazy because Tony Romo went to Mexico on his bye week. Remember that stuff? Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of bye weeks, your tweet over there, Dear Philadelphia Eagles, please do not go on any boats. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I said. No, just... Don't go any, on any yachts like the New York Giants, right. and don't go on to Mexico like Tony Romo did on his bye week. No. All right, Jim, I'm sorry. Let's get back to the, uh, to the business. But I just, I, took the, I, took a, I just couldn't get much sleep last night. Really, uh, Roy Holiday's situation is just, it's really a sad situation. It's stunning and, when you uh, when you don't explain. You know, sad thing, he's never got a chance to pitch in the World Series. I know. You know, they came very close, but I think that really hurt. very disappointing that he never got a chance to pitch in the World Series. No doubt about it. He's a guy who deserved a ring. And you know, they, I saw pictures today. The Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, posted the picture of the baseball and his hat from the perfect game. You know, so Roy Halladay's memory will live on. Again, the saddest part is, you know, he's got two young boys two young and a young family, and that's, that's, that's going to be, it's going to be the hardest for them. And, you know, to I mean, I, and I also think that it's going to, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be hard no matter what, how you lose somebody. But then his dad, who's a pilot, is going to, you know, there, there's just so much guilt involved whenever there's anything like this. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a lot of stuff for all people to work through. And it's the same thing about the shooting that happened over the weekend. You know, there's just, there's so many, there's so many what ifs. And you can't live your life by what ifs. Exactly. Jim, you remember, it was like yesterday. Seven years ago is a long time in, in most people's lifetimes. But, you know, that, that seemed like yesterday, that 2010 season. Yeah. They're showing the replay of the no-hitter right now on um, NBC Sports Philadelphia. Yeah, I tweeted it out earlier today that they should. But, you know, they have it in the system, so they're going to play it. There's no MLB Network will probably play it, it too. Right yeah, I know, I know it's on right during the show, but tape it and watch it back later. They'll show it over and over again because it's one of the great... Oh, yeah. I mean, how many perfect games have you seen in a regular season and how many no-hitters have you seen in the postseason? Two. Don Larson and Roy Holiday. Exactly. Did you it. see the Don Larson one? No, no, but I do know about the Don Larson one. But you one. remember Jim Bunning, who also died this year, threw a perfect game on Father's Day. That's incredible. Remember that, Jim? That's the ironic thing. 
ironic thing is, the only two perfect games in Philly's history was done by Jim Bunning and Roy Allsworth. They both pitched a no-hitter, perfect game, the only two in Philly's history, and they both passed, unfortunately, passed away this year. Yeah, you're talking about Roy Halladay, not Roy Oswald. You said that by my mistake, but we got it. I, I got that on me. <laughs> no, Roy Halladay and I mean, Jim uh, Bunning, I mean, the only two Phillies to pitch a perfect game, and they both died this calendar year. Incredible, man. And, of course, we lost another great broadcaster this, this week, Rob Carson, who invented them shadow traffic. Did Rod Carson die? I didn't even see that. He passed away last, late, late, I think last Friday. Well, how did I miss that? Rod Carson, I work with Rod, you know, another one of my buddies that I've known yeah. for a long, long, long time. Rod Carson with the traffic reports. Before it was shadow traffic, he was, he's been around forever in this city. Another legendary performer. Had the best perm I remember growing up. Like Soul Glow? Like that no, 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 I mean, like white, tight, no, it was like a white tight. dude. Really? White dude with a perm. Yeah, Rod Carson. Great guy. I did not know that. Thank you for telling me, Jim. A white dude with a perm. Yeah, a lot of white guys had perms back in the 60s and 70s. Okay. Where were you? My dad had one. Your dad had your dad My had dad had a perm. Yes, he did. Jim, did you ever have a perm? Like tight curls, though? Yeah. Yeah. No. Like an afro. I never had a perm. The hair I got, I don't need a perm. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It was, it was lovely. My hair was perm, and then it became gone. So it wasn't really permanent. I'm going to do a perm. You should do a perm. I'm gonna get now. some tight curls. Yeah, I'm gonna get some tight curls. <laughs> get him. And I'm gonna I'm I'll die. I'm, I'll go all boy band, like a la '90s, right there, man. The I'll closest, go real tight, like JT, real high. The closest tight. Tony ever got to a perm was when he let his hair out after having the braids in Jamaica. Yeah, I went to Jamaica on the beach and got wasted. And these women walk up to you all the time and they say, "Hey, you want me to braid your hair?" And they usually do it to women, but I had longer hair, so I got two braids, and I had the, the beads on the bottom of them. So I went on ESPN2 one weekend with Stuart Scott to do college basketball, college football, and you can see the braids dangling there, man. Give me and a roaring round of applause for that, Luigi. Give me one of those, man. What do you mean? What are you talking about? And when you took Not one of those. I want one of these. <laughs> you get one of those. <laughs> oh, man, are you kidding me? I gotta find that. I have that on a picture or video somewhere. Oh, we need to see this somewhere. We you never saw the this. picture no, of the braids? I have not seen the picture. But they weren't like because they were. I had a lot of hair back then in the back. Yeah, but well, you had them all. Yeah, you had, you had the. I had two braids. You had, you had two braids. Going. It's like a shower curtain back there. It's... He had a skullet going, and so then he had two freaky braids with some beads in it. Got to have beads. Now, beads always and, work. And when you took the braids out, you were like a. You had like two. Patches of fro going on, right? Yeah, but they wash right out when you're a white dude. Afro puffs. When you're a white dude with with thin hair, they wash. Oh, right yeah, they go right out. Yeah, it's not like a guy with like major dreads. <laughs> not major dread. That awful movie with uh, that's Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. That's right, the Stallone movie. I am the law. <laughs> wow, and they redid that movie recently, and that one sucked too, didn't it's it? Called Judge Dog Shit. Why would you? Why would you redo an awful movie and make it even more? Well, awful? the past two years, it's been redo century, man. It's everything. Everything's getting man. redone. Ridiculous. Mike, they, they, Mike they, they, they remade the Ghostbusters, for God's sakes. So Mike Shute says, your hair was temp, Tony. Mine, too. Exactly. It's all temp. We're all here. We're all, all our day-to-day, -day, as they say. Okay. It's all temp, but we're, we're all here permanently. Thank get you. Get it permanently? Yeah, I get it. Uh, I get it. I get, I get, I get it. Uh, Jim, we're trying, to, we're trying to loosen up the mood, but, you know, it's hard. I mean, I've been, I've been in a funk the last 24 hours, seriously. Not funk. Major funk. No, funk and fantasy is tomorrow night. I enjoy doing. I enjoy you listening to you on Tuesdays. Doing you work the game there in San Francisco. Yes, ninety-five-seven. The game. Thank you with the great Damon Bruce. You know that's my only regularly scheduled radio performance. 
Terrestrial Real, radio. Uh, yeah, terrestrial radio. That's the only terrestrial yeah. radio I do. I know. Every week. The Bay Area misses you so much being on every day with Gary Radnich. And I think that uh, Damon Bruce does an absolutely fantastic job. But a lot of people don't know about it because they're so used to listening to you elsewhere. Well, that was morning. Diary was on in the morning. I Damon's know. on an afternoon drive in San Francisco on 95.7 The Game. By the way, the same station that just hired Matt Nahagian, the old boss man in 97.5. Yeah. Did you know that, Jim? I, I heard about that last This week. is an outrage. It is an outrage. Intercom owns that station. Yes. And they're, just buying, they're buying now all the CBS stations. Correct. And Matt texted me last night before I went on with Damon. Talk about earlier in the show, WBZ and FM, they, they're going to sell that station. The one in Boston? We were talking about earlier. Yes, no, the, the Intercom is selling. Yes, Intercom is, is unloading a lot of their properties. Many of them sports radio stations because, because of the... They, have, they already own WEI in Boston. Correct. The number one sports station in the country. So they said they want to get rid of that, the other sports station. Yeah, and they're divesting because of the merger with CBS, because they actually bought out CBS, and so they're going to merge the stations. In a, they haven't announced what they're doing in Philly, though, but I know in a lot of cities like San Francisco and, and Boston and Chicago, they've already announced plans to divest. You're seeing that everywhere. You're seeing... Uh, who did I see today in the real world outside of radio? Puck? No, no, no. That the, the things that are merging together. Uh, oh no! It's Panera Bread is buying out uh, Le, Le Bon Pont. Le Bon Pont. Yeah. Or is it La Brea? No, Le Bon Pont. Oh, oh, Bon Pont. Not Miss Bon Bon. Not Miss Bon Bon. No, that's a different story. <laughs> and you know Le Bon Pont, uh, Bon Pont, which means our daily bread right. or our good bread. Sweet. They Sweet. have they have locations in airports and places. But Panera doesn't. So to extend the Panera name, ah. they're buying the other uh, bakery, coffee shop place I that you see a lot. I do enjoy myself some Panera. No, Panera's great, and Old Bon Pond was good, too. Yeah. And so now they're buying. Everybody's buying everybody out. But not me, because I'm not a sellout, but I am available for the right price. You know what bugs me? If any Russians out there want to sit down with me, I have no political Great affiliation. Cash, homie. Exactly right. You know what bothers me, though, is like all these people buying each other out, yes. all these companies, is it creates a monopoly in a certain way. Like, for example, in radio. In radio, it used to, they, they had all these regulations that you couldn't own more than a certain market share. Yeah. And it now, used to be that way with everything. The I airline, know. Their, their boardwalk and park place on Baltic well, and Mediterranean over Exactly. Here. Well, they broke up Ma Bell because it was Yeah, because remember Ma, Ma Bell was got the ill communication. They had all the baby bells. <laughs> and now there's 7,000 phone but companies. It, at least it's and by the way, enough. and they all suck. But at least That's it's the not Ma Bell brought us ill communication from the Beastie Boys, and for that, we thank you. He's thank you. Yes, but thank you. But at least you. it's not a monopoly. Like, I, I don't like all these companies buying other companies out because of the fact that it, that it, it doesn't... That's how all these hedge fund guys know, make horrible. billions of dollars, Robin. Duh. But the, old, the, the thing about the Panera and Old Bon Pont, it's not hurting. They're I not going to lose. You, they're not going to fire all these people. They're going to make all those locations the same. They're not... They're not closing down stores. They're actually expanding under one name, Panera. Oh, please. There are people that are going to lose their no, job. No, they're not because yeah, they because want the airport and the other locations that Panera no, Bread doesn't have. No, those people won't lose their jobs. But Who's going to lose their jobs? Because there is going to be, in both Obopin and Panera, there are going to have been duplicate jobs, upper... No, they're not because the Obopins are still already exist. And so those places just get rebranded with another name. It's not like buying a company and getting it. It's not like ESPN firing 100 people every couple of months. 
This is expansion. This is people don't lose their jobs because the one company is absorbing the other and they will all continue to Can exist. Can I give you an example? What don't you f That's the difference. The, I your can give your you examples, an example. the one you gave me was not accurate. Well, I can give you an example. Give me another example. When radio stations buy other radio stations, they get rid of a whole bunch of jobs. Of course they do. Well, that's my example. But, but that's not the same example as old Bonpon and uh, <laughs> Panera Bread. We then, have the meats. They have the meats there, too. Paulo Ferreira says Amazon will take it over. Ex well, Amazon, that, yeah. You know Boy, yeah. That's inevitable. It's going to happen no In that particular what. case, I don't care because Amazon is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't shut anything down. But if Amazon wants it, you have... You have my blessing. You have it. Guys. Amazon Somebody has posted my a meme yesterday that it was, I think it was the Onion because I follow the Onion's my only reliable source for news stories now. It's, and it's shipping. The, uh, the Onion was that Amazon starting a new feature. Well, they will come to your house and kill you if you want. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So they have a guy with an Amazon thing with a gun, right. and you open the door and they kill you if you don't want to kill yourself. Will you be there the next day if you have Prime? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. No, you have to have Prime to get it's this service. Prime, Prime suicide? <laughs> Who pays extra no, for not, shipping on that? It's murder. It's not suicide. Oh, murder. I need to die today. <laughs> I need exactly. that there today. No, you will be dead guaranteed by 4 <laughs> o'clock tomorrow afternoon. If you call tonight and, and, and buy the Amazon... Amazon guarantees Amazon you're dead by 4... kill me. You will be, have someone kill you by 4 tomorrow afternoon... <laughs> Or double your money back. I guarantee. Or Jeff Bezos will come to your house personally. Jim? No, it's Jeff. No, Jim. Oh, Jim, Jim is still there. I'm yeah, sorry, he's Jim. He's always still there. He's Jim, always, I'm sorry. We do this to him more than we do it to anybody else. <laughs> yeah. You know that means we just you're just part of the show, Jim. Jim's got to become more dominant, more alpha yeah. male. More beta male. It's every week. Jim gets on. We start talking. You know, we still have Jim on the line, by yeah. the way. He's like, Jim, we did it when Jim was sitting by the beat from me. Remember that, Jim? Jim, your life. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, don't forget, we're two weeks from Thanksgiving, Tony. Is it two? Oh, shush. Tomorrow's two weeks from Thanksgiving? Three weeks from my birthday, too, homie. I can't handle this. I just cannot handle the fact that it is two weeks to Thanksgiving. Why? Not... I already got the turkey. I, I got not... an Acme, man. I am not ready. Well, the Acme, you spend $100, you get a free turkey. Really? I've dropped, yeah. like, I dropped like 1000 already at ShopRite in the past See, ShopRite days. does a thing where you go in and you have to spend $400. Yes. And then I saw the Acme thing. If you buy a hundred, it was, you had to was have a temporary. A coupon. Yeah, you have to have a coupon because you have to. Did you get the turkey itself or did you go breast? No, I got the whole turkey. Seriously. I got a 22 pound turkey for free. Frozen baby Jenny O for free. That baby's in the freezer already. Tutti a tavola a oh mangiare. Exactly, man. Exactly. Uh, Cole McLaughlin says Do I have to sign for my assisted suicide? No, no, Amazon takes care of everything. They even put your body in one of those boxes and then tape it right there. Oh, they have a they have a send it back back yeah. bag already pre pre stamped pre stamped envelope <laughs> pre pre stamped coffin. If you weigh over two hundred pounds, though, you know the that, shipping that, that, might be extra. Yeah, it's eleven ninety nine. And they ain't carrying it in for you. You no, gotta come no. out. Could you imagine having to carry your own casket? No, no, oh, they don't hell with that noise, bro. Wow. So, Jim, you got any tape here? Or? Okay, Tony. I'll, I'll, okay, Tony, I'll hear, talk to you next week. All right, Jim. Oh. Jim's not going to play any tape tonight. I was, I was full. I thought Jim would at least have something. Well, the Roy Holiday game is being replayed, so you can watch mm -hmm. that and tape it and watch it. For a lot of people already still have that on tape. It's just... I used to have everything on DVR back in the day. Like all my TV appearances, like all the Olbermann shows I did, I don't have any of those out anymore. You know why? Because it was on my DVR when we lived at the other place. I know. And then when you change DVRs, that stuff's gone. It's not in the cloud. 
right? Correct. Like if you tape a whole bunch of stuff, say, like we had DirecTV in LA when we worked, because we worked for DirecTV. Uh-huh. So all the stuff that I had on my DVR on my drive, unless you take them, even when you take them with you, they disappear. They're not on there anymore, right? No, if, if you have one of the old school ones that actually had the recorder on the hard drive the, in, the, in box. the box, then it's on the hard drive. No, remember when we tried to get the stuff off in L.A. when yeah, I did all well, the stuff in, in San Francisco, my Raiders stuff I and know. all the Gary Radnich stuff? I don't have any of that stuff. That's horrible, man. It's an outrage. That's why you need old school VHS, man. Damn right. Or Betamax. Hey. One or the other. Look who's checking in. Mike Haubenstein, a.k.a. Anne-Marie's husband, a.k.a. No, Glenn- don't give his alias. I can't do it? No. Oh. You have to give his... I'm going to call Who is this person? The Harleysville Hub. I'll just leave it at that. The Harleysville, the Harleysville Hub. Also known as something else that I won't say. You're damn right. Unless he gives it away himself. But he exactly. says, Tony, the Pope of Philly podcasts. So am, I, am, I, am I the Pope? I'm I not a know. cardinal. I know yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not a cardinal. Are you bishop? Go I started bishop. off as a, just a, an altar boy. So I worked my way up from altar boy to... Priest. Priest. To arch the bishop to archbishop to cardinal to pope, right? Well, Isn't yeah. that the ascension? You were a monk at one I was point a monk, too. yes. My shows got took. Yeah, they did. Wasn't that one of the Liam Neeson movies? No, it's taken. I, I My know, shows got took. No, they did a spoof on that called Tooken. Did you see that <laughs> no. one? It was awful. Now we it's sold like all of those mock you know. Tooken. Tooken, yeah. We we sold a bunch Tuchin. of equipment. Maybe somebody out there has got my all- DVR. What else is well, on luckily, those? I don't have any good home stuff on there. I was all on my oh, own. Oh, man. I was all on VHS and then, did, and then uh, downloaded or... Did you convert, convert the DVD? Converted to DVD, yeah. You got some, you got some stuff? Absolutely, man. That That's you are not be in going my to book. get to see. You know, when people write books, they always <laughs> yeah. say, you know, you, when, I write a book, when I write a book, it will come with instructional well, DVDs. It, was, it used to be called 140, but now it's Tony Bruno, 280 characters at a time. Exactly <laughs> That's right. it right there, brother. Well, Tony's been that, 280 characters yes. for a long time now. He was one of the very first people that I got was, it, and I eschewed it. it, as I tweeted last night. I wish people didn't even have 10 characters. I, I eschewed the 280 characters when I had it, and now all of a sudden everybody else gets it, and people I are it. using it. I know. That's what I'm saying. Everybody yeah. has it now. But in the beginning, they just gave certain people 200. And I said, screw 280 characters. No. If I can't say it in 140, I ain't saying nothing. Damn That's straight, not, homie. Th- th- here's the real reason. You were so used to, you like, you could I got do it, it down. I can talk in 140 characters, yep. which is how most people have conversations now, mm-hmm. right? Most people can't have a conversation that goes beyond 140 characters. Am I right? I, I'm not going to say you're wrong. Ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous. So I just want to remind people that we can take phone calls tonight with a call screener. So we actually will answer the phone. Yes, as we're going to answer the phone. As opposed to our normal MO is like, oh, maybe we'll get to the phone sometime. No, we're going to get, in fact, in our next hour, we're going to pound heavy phones. Plus, we got to play. And we, yeah, we do, have, we do have heavy phones. We have heavy phones coming up. We got and Heavy D and the boys coming up a little too because I, I miss some Heavy D. Oh, wait, before we go though. Wait a minute, I got to ask uh, Jack O'Donnell, how many, how many uh, blue moons are you in tonight? Only two, He's ladies working. and gentlemen. He's working. Wow. That is a new oh. record low. I know that we're slightly over time already, but I want to take this one phone call because it pertains to something, and then we will uh, go to break right after. All right, let's go. Let's take this call. You doing this? Yep. Who we have on the line? He's going to announce himself. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. This is your old pal, Glenn Side. Oh, wow. ladies and gentlemen, wait a minute. 
put your hands together, get down off the scaffold, and we all rejoice as one. Glenside Charlie is finally back. Back, back, back. Where the hell have you been, man? I tell you, I'm right in the middle of football season with my son, Tony. Cheerleading football, basketball starting. I'm like, it's a rat race in football. Your son's a cheerleader in football? No, my daughter. It said you're right in the middle of football. It's with your son and cheerleading. I know you're talking about your daughter. I just wanted to see if you were paying attention. Are you following me, camera guy? I'm, I'm tuned in. I'm locked in. <laughs> I just wanted to call and say hello. Well, That's well. it? That's it. I like it. Charlie I, in and out. 140 characters. Done that on, a, done done. That on a tweet in like 60 characters. It's all right, though. I'm not going to name any names, but Glenside Charlie, I got to say. No, name names. I love your wife. I, I want to run I away with her. Lie. I want to run away with her. Can, can I just like borrow her for a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> take my wife please as the great Hedy Youngman once said take my wife I just I have a sneaky suspicion that she I take and my I wife get, she always finds her way home <laughs> she and I can get a lot of trouble together I, I hear probably, you baby you're probably right about that for sure <laughs> I'm that glad she was able to help you out no, yes. she's a great lady. We met uh, Glenside Charlie's wife, Louise. You never met her, did you? I've never met Glenside Charlie. I've I had haven't pl- met I've him. I've had the pleasure of speaking. I haven't Glenside. met him, but I met his wife. Well, what's that got to say? I don't know. What is that? She's very to say? lovely. I, you know, I... Well, Char- Charlie's supposed to be. He, he should have he been. He should have been out for a few of these. Uh, I know. He dinners won, actually, that we've won had. the contest and then said he I can't wanted go. to kill a dinner. He won the Avion dinner and didn't go. Exactly. That's correct, because he was home t- watching the kids. There was nobody to watch the kids. And then his wife was supposed to come this last time, but one of the boys got sick, and so she ended up having to stay home. You guys need to get out, man. Yeah, man. You know, hey, we made the mistake of having kids, so they kind of take up all our fun. But once they get a few, few years from we now... We made the mistake of having kids. <laughs> but your all-time back. No, the first mistake is... Well, you don't have to be married to have kids. I was going to say, the first mistake is getting married. Second mistake is having kids. I think having kids when you're not married is an even bigger mistake. But hey, who am I to speak? Yeah, so the marriage... I hear you. My wife saved my life. If I didn't meet her, I would have been a mess. Well, you know, last night a DJ saved my life. But, hey, you know, that happens when you're on the dance floor. That's right. The Gator likes that one. Oh, that's a great song. Even Luigi likes that song. What, last night a DJ saved yeah, my life? Yeah, remember that Absolutely, song? Absolutely, brother. Now, who did that? Do you remember? I don't care. <laughs> good answer. Good I answer. just don't care. <laughs> that's another good song. I don't care. I like it. I like it. I love it or whatever it is. I don't care. Are you? Are the family sitting around the old uh, tube set tonight, listening to the show and watching us on Facebook? I'm actually. I have a few moments of peace right now, where I'm watching it by myself. Is your wife watching like the, one of the Real Housewives shows or one of those other great shows that she likes? Like Memphis Boutons no, or something. That will be later when she gets home. The DVR will be smoking when she gets home with all the jumping around from show to show. She'll watch. I do the same thing. She, she and I are the same person. I she just, likes watch, She watches that, like, because uh, I heard them talking because we, we met her, and she was here, and Robin, and they were talking about reality shows. I just, got, I just got caught up with Dancing with the Stars this morning. How about that? I'm hooked, man. Are you are kidding you me, I'm hooked, man? Tony. Oh, oh, hooked, you li- man. oh, because you like what's-his-name, right? Who? 
Well, like who? T.O., man. T.O. No, he's gone. T.O. just got the boot, man. Oh, did he get he the gone. boot? He, he gone, boot. man. I saw him had the shirt because my mom watches it, and she's been with us the last week. So impress He's me, got man. the shirt open. He's got two chicks, and he's yeah, like, he's I'm awkward. Single. He's a very awkward dancer, though. He's very long, so he doesn't very he doesn't move very well. He's very stiff. Munoz, um, uh, what's his first name? Munoz. Uh, no, Justin's gonna win. No, what's the little the little guy? Look at from. I don't even oh, know who's oh, on the show. Frankie Munez. Munez. Frankie Munez, who's a fan of the show. He's we used to have all of I like time. Frankie from Malcolm he, in the Middle. Yeah, he actually, he's doing an amazing he, job. Yo, he's been through a lot. That guy's got like memory loss. He's got like because very. He er, he's got very early stages of dementia. It's it's sad, man. His you know what he did after his, his girlfriend literally writes out writes down every single thing well, that they did the, 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 that day. So we can go back and read and remember what they've done. It's from it's from an accident, right? Wasn't he in an accident? I'm not a, sure what it's from. No, you know what he's did. Remember, he used to call into the show racing. when we were in California. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You know what he he after acting, you know what he did? He went into race cars. Yeah, he was a race car driver. A race mm-hmm. car driver. So he would call in and give us updates on his racing career. I think he I want to say he was in an accident. Let me just double check. Yeah, because he's still young. He is still young, but he's he, yeah, he, he looks like he's been through it a little bit. <clears throat> Yeah, but I got I got I got hooked, man. On so you're watching Dancing with the Stars, Charlie? Absolutely not. Good man. But but people do watch one reality show that's a disaster, and that's coming right around the corner, right around December 23rd for Singing with the Stunads, and that's a reality show that yes. no one will ever want to miss. It, exactly right, man. More evidence. Max Power says further evidence that To can't win anything. Oh! <laughs> wow. That's rough. Luigi. What up? When's Luigi's birthday so I can call in and sing him happy birthday again? November 30th. November 30th. I'll be doing a live show on my birthday. How about that, man? But Is that t- a Thursday? Yes, but on the 29th, we'll be here rocking out, man. Oh, okay. I was wrong. But last last year, Charlie called in and gave me a birthday serenade. It was freaking phenomenal. I know. I remember it was phenomenal, well. It was very good. Best by gift the, I got all so year. So, by the way, November, November 30th, Luigi's birthday... 2012, Frankie Muniz was hospitalized after having a transient ischemic attack, also described as a mini stroke. I was, oh, hospi- okay. I was hospitalized by having 47 shots of Jaeger. That's why I was hospitalized. So it wasn't a car accident. No, it wasn't so he a had car. a mini stroke. I just stroke. remember, and, yeah, and then he suffered a second attack a year later. Wow. So that's, that's what he's been suffering with. Wow. Wow. How sad. Wow! 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 Well, saying wow. All right, Charlie, you need to go watch uh, what's the one? Uh, uh, what's the what's the TV show with the get married and the the marriage one? Married at first sight. Naked and afraid. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The married at first sight. I think. No, or so one. 60, 60 day fiance. Yeah, ninety, 90 day, day fiance. fiance. I like that show because you know why? Why rent when? You know, why buy when you can rent? <laughs> right. 90 day, you know, most of the warranties are like 90 days, the first 90 days, labor and parts all included. You got to watch out where you get, but scratch and dent, man, you got what you bought for. You know? That's all right. You can get rid of it after 90 days. Well, Tony's here. I'm, my birthday's coming up in December. He's going to have to uh, uh, either trade me in or get an extended warranty or exactly. something. The warranty is up. <laughs> Your time is expired. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charlie, good to talk to you, man. All right, to the Pope of Philadelphia podcast, God bless and have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. I should wear my Pope hat one day. I got to get a Pope hat. You got a Pope hat? No, you I should. got a pimp hat. I got a pimp hat. I got a monk hat. 
I got a captain's well, hat. No, you got the monk hair. It's I had the a, monk hair. Yes. And I have a captain's hat that I bought from my uh, uh, tribute to the great Hugh Hefner for Halloween. Pope. Yeah, you look good, bro. Thanks, man. Pope, pimp. I need is a pope another, hat. Is there another P? I'm not a big hat guy, though. No. I could throw a suit well, on and go as a pope at Greenwich Village. I can do that. Exactly, pope, yeah. My pope. hand, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good Eric Roberts right there. That I really is, bad. yeah. I wasn't The bad. pope <laughs> hat is either... <laughs> it did to my hand, Charlie. <laughs> what is it called? I know like it's, it's like a bigger yarmulke. What is it? No, it's a, it's a pointed hat. That's the miter hat, but then the pope that's also... That's the Midas touch, I think, but that's a, a different... Miter, miter hat. That's a miter hat, the big pointy thing. He wears that sometimes, and bishops wear those as well. No, I want the full thing. I don't want, want the, the little. But minute. then they also. I don't have want like the the, uh, little... the yarmulke thing. Well, but it's not called a yarmulke. I know, I don't know but, what it's but I, no, I need something. I need a big hat. I need the big hat. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come on, you could go big home. I'm not going like mini pope hat. I'm got... going like the full. <laughs> We're not the going full with... Monty. <laughs> we got to get you a snapback. <laughs> <laughs> You think the Pope's got a snapback on oh, the back? That'd be great. That's a, a fitted. He's got a trucker yeah. Pope That's hat. a fitted seven and a quarter. <laughs> you see with the hologram still on the top? How great would that be? How great would that be if the Pope's on the hologram? It says NFL. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell not? Maybe it'll even light up like the one that you I got from the Super that. Bowl last year. Oh, I got to wear that again, man. Might have to bring it down to Minnesota with us. I'm going to bring it to Minnesota. Yeah. My NFL lighty hat. Limited edition. Well, no, if the Eagles win, not not make, if the Eagles make the Super Bowl, I will wear it every day, all the way through the Super and Bowl. And you can turn it just to green if you want. Exactly to, or right. You can it's have a great it. hat. Oh, it is. You saw that hat, didn't Sweet. you? Sweet. It, that hat's awesome, man. I'm Seriously, probably, no, no, no. Joke I could probably things. sell that hat for five hundred bucks right now. Well, it retails for around that and that much, don't it? Yeah, it was a limited edition. It was hat. limited edition. I think it was like four hundred and something. It's got to be new. worth five bills now. Easily, man. Exactly. And you get around to close to Super Bowl time. Oh, man. And your, your team's in there with their favorite colors, and that hat can turn to that color. Oh, Pre- yeah. Primo bucks, homie. Primo bucks. I may be able to buy myself some Super Bowl tickets with that hat. I don't think you're going to get you that close to Rafael Prieto says, wear your white miter tone. I don't have one. Dunce cap, Brian says. Well, that's more like it. <laughs> Who doesn't have a dunce cap around? But the dunce cap was just like a piece of paper rolled up into a point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This oh, we got to take a break here. We do have to take a break. Not for commercials, just to take a break it's so I can be shot. And Poppy shot, and I got to get some wine because I'm dry here in the Michael David David wine cellar. We are going to go on a five minute break. Don't go anywhere. You'll hear some music or something. No, you hear music. You'll hear music while we are gone. And um, plus, we got some good updates. Yeah, we do have good updates. Go pee. Go get something to drink. Go get a snack. Meet us back here in five. Beautiful. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe, eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at nowtv.com.
There ain't a problem that I can't fix. They're in deep, Tony. I love this, James Dolan. Where's Tony? Is he eating again? Of course, he's always eating. <laughs> no, I just got a couple peanuts. Maybe a little snack. I could use a few peanuts, man. I go get the jar. There ain't a problem that I, at the end of the song, that's when the guy comes in, the DJ, right? Yep. Now, who did this song? Again? He's in the back right now, in deep. In deep. Phone's ringing. Let's go to the yeah. phones. Crank this up just a little bit. Come on. Hello? Why is the phone ringing? Because people are calling 717 363 Tony. 717 363 Sing this song. We used to play this song over at the uh, the, the coastline. Remember the coastline? The coastline. <laughs> That's where Joe Corrado used to go. Coast. Coastline and uh, what are those other Jersey joints over there? Is that Top Dog? Top Dog. Top Dog. I think they're all the same place. Yeah. yeah. There's another big Adelphia. place. Adelphia. No, yeah, Adelphia. Adelphia. Robin's a bartender, bro. That's huge, that uh, thing. Yeah, yeah he's the bartender. The place in Deptford, Adelphia. It's we huge. must have driven by that thing ten times, and we finally saw. Is it that new? Is it been? No, there? Adelphia's been there forever. But it's it looks like it looks ago. new. You know why? It's huge. It's a. We drove by it at night for the first time, and it's all lit up. And usually the no people smoke. inside are all lit up too. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, they're te- they're plenty lit. We're not playing any Skinner. I'm sorry. No, no. Sorry, nope. James. No free burger. Can you get to the end of that song, or did you stop it already? I stop. I keep playing. You want me to keep going? I want to hear the end where the guy says, there ain't a problem that I can't fix. <laughs> Love well, that part. Want me to just play Vanilla Ice, sir? No, no, no. Okay. Play, the, play the DJ. The DJ talking. looks like horrible. He, he looks like We don't care what he looks like. We just wanted to hear that last like Bob part. Bob Seger over here. Goes trouble down the drain. Go, go back a little bit more. Back a little bit now. Goes away. It's not a problem that I can't fix Cause I can do it in the mix And if your man gives you trouble Just to move out on the double And you don't let it trouble your brain As the way goes trouble down the drain He looks like Jim McMahon with a beard, man He As really does goes trouble down the drain He looks like he looks like Roger McDowell and Jim McMahon And Bob no Seger had a baby That's exactly what he looks like well, That's good bringing it all sports all together And some rock at the same time With a little night moves mixed in Yeah no, we're not playing any Slayer tonight. Slayer? Slayer? I barely knew her. <laughs> 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 Nothing will be better than when t- Tony and I were out front of his house. This is like a couple weeks ago. And there was an older woman standing there, and she was sweeping, and Tony was talking to her. And Tony... Uh, what? Where was this? This was, was right, right out front. front. Right out front there of the house. Was a woman sleeping? No, no she, she was, was sweeping. sweeping and, oh. she, and she was and she was talking to you. Uh-huh. And I didn't know... I didn't see the woman right away, but she, was, she said something. She goes... Uh, She's like, yeah, you know, well, whatever, we'll, we'll fix her. And I'm like, fix her? And I looked there, I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just like walked upstairs. I'm like, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> Tony looked right at me. I was like, I'm just saying, nah, just never mind. Instinct almost kicked in, but then I just, I reverted back to like, okay, just hit the mute button. It's okay. I think it's so funny, especially when like uh, people call in that said that their kids are now saying those types of things. So, you know, you have this little four-year-old uh, and something with an ER gets spoken in the household. You know where that started, right? With Andrew Siciliano on Fox Sports Radio. Is that how it started? Because uh, he would, uh, whenever there was anything that ended in ER, he was the one who would always say, Slayer, 
And then, but we never would go on and say, but I didn't even do, you know. And he would always do it, any word that ended in ER. And it became a tradition unlike any other. Sort of like the Skins game used to be in the Rose Bowl when they mattered. James Dolan checks in and goes, Robin, I haven't seen dancing like this since Elaine on Seinfeld. That's oh, not a compliment neither. <laughs> I know. Hey, now. I got some moves. Let me get a qu- couple of quick sports nuggets. Oh, in we're actually going to talk about sports for a second. Just a couple nuggets. Okay, good. Did you see the Green Bay Packers cut Martellus Bennett today? Uh, that's a huge loss for them, man. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, you're talking about a, 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 a extremely good tight end and a Super Bowl winning tight end with the Pages last year. Paid eight million, they paid him $8 million of his three-year $21 million deal. Well, they figured they don't need him the rest of the season. They're not going anywhere. That's exactly. What's the point, I mean, you know, exactly. No, it's obvious. And, and there's, that's how important a quarterback is, especially a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. By the way, that was easy money last week. The uh, Monday, Monday night game? Oh, oh, easy yeah. money. Absolutely. I'm 7-0 in the last two weeks, man. Dude. 7-0. and I am canal water. I am diseased canal water. That's how bad my picks are. I'll give you some picks, man. You know what I'm surprised? I I, I was actually, I I think I know exactly what happened with your Eagles pick. Because you actually went against the Eagles last week. I know. I took Denver with the points. I was at the game. Oh, that's right. You went to the game. I went to the game, which should have told you easily, take Denver money line all day. And the the thing is, is that I don't think Denver ever got off the plane to play that game at all. They never did because we all know no, their. No, they off- did in the in the first. No, quarter, they, they all did. know their offense is horrendous, and yes. we all do the, figured that this defense would have no problem handling the offense. But no one thought that the defense, the Super Bowl caliber Denver Bronco defense, would lay down like they did and not even play this. I, mean, I don't think they laid Tony, down. Tony, by the end of that, by the middle midpoint of the second quarter, they were done. They were done. They weren't even coming but after the first Wentz quarter. Anymore. They were doing fine, and then and then well, because, because he was trying to run the right. ball, yeah. and they shut him down, and then Wentz started doing his thing and to, changing plays. And look, to, to, I hate to use the, uh, the the old term. They were playing playground football with these guys by the yep. second third. They yep. were just throwing it around the yard, man. If they could do whatever and they you want, you could when, tell when Corey Clement scoring three touchdowns on you, you know you. <laughs> did you have him in your fantasy? League? No, I did not, Tony. Do you know that Corey Clement now has more touchdowns than Shady McCoy in Buffalo? Wow. Corey Clement has more touchdowns. Put that in your fantasy pipe and smoke it. That's why this is a year where I think fantasy football has been exposed. I don't know about what exposed, it is. Tony. No, you know what it is? It's because I root for my team. So I don't worry about whether Corey Clement scores three touchdowns or Zach Ertz is He just is rolled playing. his eyes at you. Huh? Luigi just rolled his There's eyes a lot at of people you. No, but I'm saying that's the, that, that, that's the case, though. Because people play and they root against the teams that they Look, care about. I had C.J. Anderson. He went down the first quarter. I was like, eh. <laughs> you know, so, like See, that's I, what I mean. You took C.J. Anderson against the Philadelphia Eagles. It was, and yeah, you're at the game. That's an easy play. It's an easy play. And you're at the game. I wasn't rooting for And him, you're no. rooting for C.J. Anderson. No. I wasn't rooting Never for Never having seen a Super Bowl victory in your lifetime. You're rooting for the Denver Broncos? I wasn't rooting for the Denver Broncos. I was rooting for C.J. Anderson. I was a clean hundred yards, brother. You, you, were, you thought C.J. Anderson, of all the running backs the Eagles have faced, was going to run for 100 yards against the Eagle defense? Well, he's the only one in my roster I could play. I can't just pick any running back I want. I wasn't playing daily fantasy. I was just talking about my season league. I still won, though, because I had Alshon Jeffrey. Took care of business for me. Ridiculous. What do you mean it's ridiculous, Tone? I'm not rooting against the team. I'm not even rooting for him. I'm just watching the game. That's it. The, listen. Someone's got to score. Why not be my guy? That's the way I look at it. Someone's got to get in the end zone. The, you know, Denver was going to score. What was the difference? I mean, listen, whoever had Denarius Thomas, they were happy. They got a touchdown out of him. Yeah, I for had the CJ. first time all year. Right. I had CJ. I'm sure they were elated. Did it mean anything into the end of the game? No. Someone was going to score regardless, Tony. So why not be the guy you have on your team? 
I'd rather just watch the game, sit back, it. drink, and enjoy, and not care about anything and else. That is your red, white, and blue right, Tony. But you know I'm telling, right. but I like the I like to have a little skin in the game. You know what I need to do, Tony? What? Seriously, and hopefully Luigi can be here. But we need to put the camera on you going? during a game. I'm really relaxed this year doing games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not like I used to be. I'm, I'm watching that Denver. Like I was more nervous at the 49er game watching the Eagles. And the cause, but see, this is exactly what this team's can doing. I, can I can I just interject here for a second? Your more relaxed means that you're not about to have a heart attack. That does not mean relaxed according to most people. You are still yelling at this. At not the like screen. I used to though. No, not, not like, like you used to. So now it's somewhat. Okay I'm sort of like the you- Eagles. I'm like, I know how to win now. I just know. And oh, relax. you just know how to win. That's it. Okay. I relax. I just relax. I know when the game's in under control. See, but you're relaxed. That does not mean relax. When you're still yelling at the screen. I rarely, I didn't re- yell much during the Denver game. That's not why at we all. need to videotape this. I'm we, telling you, I did. Once, once the Eagles, once the Eagles bro, showed I that went they to the game, score well was, against this team. I was bored by midway to third quarter. I was like, this is boring. This is boring. They're just shellacking him. They're doing whatever they want. It there's, was there's, not boring. Yes, it was. No, there, it was, was there was no excitement. That's exci- the problem. There's no excitement to be had. Yes, there Robin, was. Robin, it looked like we were a, 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 a professional football team playing against a Pop Warner team. We demolished it. it. There was, was no threat. Awesome. There was no fun to watch. No, I agree. <laughs> it was no. Awesome. I totally agree. I don't want to sit there and watch a biblical beatdown. I want to watch a. I thought. No, I, like, I want to watch biblical beatdowns. No, I thought. I want to feel like I'm watching some college game where a team's winning 55 to 7 once in a while. I Max that- Power says fantasy football is for all the nerds who actually Never played. Okay, well, James Dolan goes. James Dolan goes and says Luigi's right. So how about you just not selectively read whatever it is that you want to read? By the way, for all you fantasy players out there, Bunkin' Fantasy tomorrow night from the Great Moonshine live seven o'clock. And I am eight and zero in the Luigi versus the listeners fantasy showdown. But tomorrow night, rigged like the DNC Hillary Clinton uh, primary. It's completely No, it's not. It's voted upon. Can we get Donna Brazil on to say whether or not you rig your? You can get all your triggered little fact checkers out there. And they'll get everything ready for you, and, and they'll make sure it's on the up and up. You can vote for it. On- How about microphone checkers? You got any of those over there? Mm, no, but you can get. You can sit there and you can vote on it on Twitter. It's up the next morning. See, this is and the I'm way winning. it would be fair. How you come up with it this time, and you have hours, days ahead of no, time I don't. to think of your. I think, I think about it the day ahead of time. But you, but you get to still pick your picks like at least twenty four hours in advance. The people on the phone, they get to pick. Right then and there, and they're not allowed to pick the ones that you've already decided upon. Are you follow me on Twitter? Then you would know it's released on a Wednesday. They have the same amount of time as I do. What's the matter with you, Robin? Well, a lot of people as in don't... tomorrow, in... in, in not res- everybody has the luxury of thinking about Robin, it Robin, it's 2017. Everyone has Twitter. Okay? I'm not saying that. And people that follow the show would know what, it's on the up and up. I'm 8-0. No. There have been some close matchups, but I've been blowing people out of the water, man. It is what it, I'm good at the game. What do you want me to do? I'm good at fantasy. As Max Power points out, it was like Corey Haim versus Charlie Sheen, that Bronco Eagle game. No contest. Exactly right. How about that story, huh? Did you hear that? No. What happened with this? Charlie Sheen accused of sexually molesting Corey Haim, one of the Corys. Remember the young Corys? Yeah, I know Corey Haim. He was 14 years old, and Charlie Sheen allegedly. We lost Corey Feldman. Corey Haim still. Yes. Well, Corey Haim has been very vocal about, for, for years, way before um, all of this stuff came out. No, you're recently. thinking of the other guy that's out there now, not Corey. Not, uh, Is it another Corey? Yeah. Who no. else am I thinking of? It's not Corey Haim. Oh, whoops. My bad. Hang on a second. Who Corey Haim was, was one of those guys in the Goonies, I think, right? No, no, Corey, this is the... the no, there's I'm, the Corey guy that's out there now was on the Today Show. That's not Corey Haim. That's a different Corey. Look it up. 
I'm I, positive. I don't know. I, I, I thought I was correct. Because there's only, there was, there's Corey. Of course, Corey Feldman. Uh-huh. That's the guy who's out there now leading the charge. Not no. against, not calling out, what's his name? Corey Haim. I'm correct. It was Corey. It's Corey Haim that's saying he was out there for years talking about Weinstein. And then and he was going to he was going to yes. uh, out somebody. So apparently he's the one who outed Martin uh, Martin Sheen. Charlie Sheen has correct. been outed by Corey Haim as the first guy who uh, was out there playing around with little boys back so in the day. Corey Haim is alleging that he had underage sex when he was underage with Charlie Sheen. Correct. The good thing about that, if there's anything good about that, which there isn't is that he did not... That was before Charlie Sheen started getting infected by every... uh, Tiger blood. And if I may, to be fair, this was supposedly when... uh, Okay, let's let's rephrase. So Corey Feldman is who was out there. Corey Haim was Corey Feldman's best friend. Exactly. That's what I said to you. Corey Feldman is the guy who's going on the Today Show and and making a national issue. Corey Feldman implied that Corey Haim... At the age of 16, had sex with Charlie Sheen when Charlie Sheen was 19. Three years difference. I know that technically he was... I read that uh, Corey Haim was 14 when they did a movie together. That's the story I read today. Whatever it is. Whatever. I mean, Charlie Sheen's a slime bag. We already yes. know that. Yeah, that's common but being knowledge. A ped- is he not a pedophile then? If you're 19 and you're with somebody underage, are you still not a pedophile? I don't, you know, I have a really hard time with that because I know how uh, sexually... I, I Corey think, Haim is dead. I know. It's Corey, yes. Feldman. Corey Feldman. 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 You had it backwards. Yes. That's what I was saying to you. It's I know. Corey yes. Feldman. I was you confused. You kept telling me it's Corey Haim. And you was, said Corey Feldman was dead. He was the one that said that, and then I, I got said confused. How's the matter but, with you people? I at least follow the actual events that are going on Excuse me, Mr. I'm Journalist. Not, I'm not on my phone all day playing fantasy football. I'm not. So let me, let me just By the way, speaking something. of fantasy... Uh, <sighs> Can you I know who says we're frisky tonight? Who? Testy. Rich Vittori says you guys are testy tonight. Ha, yes, ha, ha. Can I just say, so even though I did not lose my virginity until I was 17, I was very interested in sex earlier on. And like who wasn't? I was 12, 13, 14, 15. And let me tell I was interested in older, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds. interested in me, though. So, you know how old I was when I had sex for yeah, the first time? But here's my point, is that when you are that, when you are just a few years apart, Answer all of a the sudden, question, Robin. You yes, know how old I was when I, I had do. sex for the first time, Luigi? 13? Nope. Nope. 15. 11. No. You know how old she was? No. 16. So is that... Illicit? I don't know. You're 11. You're like a boy. I know. You're a baby still, man. Not according I to Tony. I got a t-shirt that's older than 11. Who doesn't? No, I'm serious, man. 11? 11, I know. No, I said Corey Haim is dead. Corey Feldman is the guy out there now. 11? 11. Almost 12. Yeah. Because it was, it was like... You, you shouldn't were... be talking. No, you should be talking to psychiatrists or something, man. No, man. 11. It's... it's uh, listen... You got to do what you got to do when you're the man of the house. Well, listen, I hear. I mean, you know, you're not playing GI Joe. You're playing GI Ho. I he mean, that's started, good for you, buddy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He started smoking when he was like nine. I would too. If I'm getting banged by a, eleven. Everybody thinks I have this yourself. like really luxurious lifestyle. I'm from the streets, bro. <laughs> I hear you. Bro. You know what I mean? Eleven? Yeah. What's you know what's even worse? So he was eleven, going on twelve. He was very close to twelve years old. His mother, so his father had already passed away. His mother and sisters went to Italy. He was here in the United States by himself, taking care of himself, and that's when this happened. 
in the house while my mother was gone. Your mother, in this, you know what? And, and for that, you know what? I got to get myself right there. Roaring round of applause, man. And I am not filing any charges all these years later. Have you ever seen and her? And the thing that's weird is like no. the, 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 in this day and age, child services. In service, this day and age, Tony. Child services. Child services would have been called. Tony, I know. Tony was already getting service by. Child. It was consensual. Yeah. Yeah. It was consensual. Yeah. No, the fact that you were left Yo. alone at age eleven. I was a man then. I know. <laughs> I was a man. I was a man. I'm eleven. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm eleven. <laughs> oh, but man. my point. <laughs> let's circle. I'm back. a man. I'm forty. <laughs> my point is, is that I, I, th- that whole all of a sudden at age eighteen, your girlfriend that you've had for four years, now all of a sudden it's it's uh, you know not okay. I I have a hard time with those ages. 16 and 11 just don't feel right. 18 and 12 doesn't feel right. No, it doesn't. It just doesn't no. feel no, right. No, no, 11 and 16 felt right. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, right I, was, I had no idea what I was doing, but it felt right. Oh, man. Anyway. I can't pick. Oh, it's so... I it know. didn't happen on Cherry Street, by the way, Jack. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Lance Grieb writes, speaking of 11, oh, how about that Stranger Things? <laughs> I haven't seen Stranger Things. I got to start watching that it again. It is a fantastic show. You're, you, Those I kids have now been busted for like heroin and stuff. Only one of them. All right, so only one underage kid. No, it's one of the older ones. Yeah, how old's the oldest kid on there? I don't know. Wasn't I just read one of those kids got busted with like a major I've never drug seen bust. the show, so. I haven't either. It's I saw old. it once. I tried to watch it. It wasn't done. Nobody cares. Oh, you're damn right. Nobody cares. I mean, we've got to do a Sticky Icky update this hour, too. Love Sticky Icky. And we also have to go to... Um, Florida, too, don't we? We have to do a Florida update. We do need to go to Florida. And we, should we play a little bit of the Stephen A. Smith? Uh, I have it, if you want me to... I have Let's it play it. It'll just it piss off. off. It'll piss off a lot of people, so I'm going to play it. Because Stephen's a buddy of mine. And what he said on... What's that show called? First Take, First take. Today? Basically is what I've been saying... For the last four years, this is actually so, like a tolerable first take, though. It's not like too. It's not. No, too, it's him, good. Him you, know, okay. you know why it's good? Okay. Because he agrees with me. Oh, that's let's go to the, Let's oh, go obviously. to the tape. Are you start- starting to trust the process? Hell no, and <laughs> I'm not laughing. I don't bit? play that game, not even a little bit. I despise it. I can't stand it. Uh, my man Mike Missinelli, who does his radio broadcast in Philadelphia, I've got on him about it. I've gotten to the point where I don't even allow him to ask me that question because oh, he knows God. it's going to tick me off. All the people, like, you know, my boy Angelo Cataldi, uh, wishing him nothing but nitwit. the best because he's had some health issues, which are thinking about him, uh, radio host in Philadelphia, all of these guys. They know I don't play this mess with this process. And it's very, very simple because I don't believe that any franchise should have the right to lose on purpose for years, for years, while still charging the paying customer and you're making no effort to win. I think it's disgraceful. I think it's disgusting. I can't stand it. And I don't want to hear a damn thing about it. A matter of fact, I'm going to start cursing people out that ask me about it, not over FCC airways, but when I get off the air. That's how sick I am of this damn process. Now, let's analyze this from this perspective, however. Ben Simmons is the real deal. This brother gets a jump shot. I just, I, I listen, when we talk about the Greek freak and the Anthony Davises of the world and people like that, Ben Simmons gets himself a jump shot. It's a wrap. This brother is that special. He's on that level. So let's give respect where it's due. But in terms of trusting the process, we haven't seen any production from Markel Fultz yet. Produ- 
Joel Embiid is still on a minutes restriction. He's played 31 games up before this season in three years. So let's just pump the brakes a little bit here. Obviously, Joel, Joel Embiid is big time when he's on the court playing. There is no denying that. He's 7-2 with mad skills. Ben Simmons is that dude. But there's a lot of things that they could have done in terms of adding veterans to the squad, you didn't have to be as awful as you've been. So I don't want to hear anything about trust the process. They're winning games now. Let's see how many games Embiid plays this year. Let's see what Markel Fultz does as the, as, as, as the future unfolds and then come and talk to me about it. But I don't want to hear anything about trusting some process. Well, you're Not this kind of process. It. Boom. And then, of course, Max Kellerman tries to chime in, but we don't have time to play that part because he was going to disagree with him. How How... Does that not sound like what I've been saying for the last four years? I, Absolutely. I think maybe even word for word, practically. But I, I'm glad that Stephen A. Is, is saying one thing that I've been saying the whole time is that everyone keeps talking about it was talk, and beat and beat and beat. The, the, the key to the whole thing was if Ben Simmons was as advertised, if he is the, he is the main piece. No and doubt he, about and it. And he is, Tony. And they got the him thing. at the first pick in the draft in a year when he was there, and he grabbed him right away and made the right That's decision. That's the one that worked. That's the one. No doubt that about was the it. first round pick that, that Ben Simmons was that that second coming of the, the LeBron like kind of thing. He yep. was the guy who could make everything happen. He was the next superstar in, in waiting, and we got him, and he is as advertised. And Stephen A. Smith is right. If he ever develops a jump shot, which he will in time, LeBron didn't develop his till later. Well, and that's I'm not, what he said. You heard what Stephen right, A. So saying. you're agreeing with him of course, on that. That's what I'm and saying. he said the same thing. And if faults, we still don't know. Hopefully he turns out I, to be I, good. I, I think we made a mistake. But the point Fultz. about the point about the, the process thing that he and I are dead on is the fact that they gypped customers for four years. They committed consumer fraud. That's my only problem with it. Well, that was That's consumer fraud. Well, what, and these people who tell me that it's not, and I try to bring up these scenarios comparing it to it, that, that would be like you having a product, right? Say you open a, a sandwich shop, yeah. and you put out a sandwich that's crappy, and you tell the people that come in, you know, we're going to start off this way, but just keep trying it, and every week I'm going to try to make it better. And then come back in four years, and I'm going to guarantee you that my sandwich is going to be great. You know what people would do? Trust the prosciutto. They don't go back to trust the prosciutto. Yeah, exactly. They say, screw you. I'm not paying full price. I'll go across the street and get a better sandwich for the, right, for the same price that you're charging me. That's my only problem with the process is they defrauded fans and charged people real money to watch inferior. And I'm not blaming the players. I'm blaming the crooks the venture capitalist who did this for four years and all of the nerds who bought into it and saying and then criticizing me because I had the audacity to call out a consumer fraud that was perpetrated. Why do you think all these local television stations have consumer reporters, right? They call in, call in so-and-so, Harry, whatever that guy's name is on one of the local stations. Don't go there with me. You ever see that dude on Channel 3 or Channel 10, one of those channels, black dude, Harry somebody? You call him. Hey, this guy screwed me out of a uh, hundred dollar yeah, plumbing yep. job. Yeah, they show up at the door. But well, we did some investigating. Yeah, exactly. And we found out that the owner was nobody. Like nobody could get away with what the Seventy Sixers did in any legitimate business, and still have people acknowledge that it was great. Well, here's the best. That part. is an absolute joke. That we live in a society in a day and age when defrauding customers. Is celebrated. Well, that was your that was your main gripe too. You're like, you want to tank, tank, then give the tickets away for free. Yep, exactly. Then give the tickets if you want to go out there and you want to put out an inferior product because you're testing it out. Then have a test. 
Give the tickets away for free. Don't charge people to come in and see this That's stuff. Why, that was been my that, point that was for your four whole years. point. Because for four years they were frauding, and the, I have been condemned. And you know what these people do? They change the subject. Well, what, what's your suggestion on how to do? Well, this? here's you know what their suggestion. You know what the Sixers' suggestion was? As soon as they put Simmons on the floor this year and he was healthy, they jacked. Jack skyrocketed season tickets. You can't even get in the building anymore. They couldn't give them away last year. You can't get a Sixers ticket this year. I understand that. They're good. You want to go see a good product. That, but unfortunately, no. people didn't want no to one, go see a bad, bad product, and they still had to pay it if they wanted to go. It wasn't a guarantee that it was going to be a good product yet. Wasn't well, they've had enough picks, luckily. Now, you know, they obviously missed on a couple. That happens. The Ben Simmons, luckily, and Embiid, if he stays healthy, they're going to be fine. And I want them to win. So That's bottom line. Five in a row, man. They're, they're, hey, listen, they're, they're a good young team, but... You know what they are? They're like the Eagles. Now they've found a way to start winning the games that they routinely lost earlier this year. I don't mean the last couple of years. This year, when they had Embiid and Ben Simmons and you know, obviously J.J. Redick. And they got guys coming off the bench now who are contributing. They're not just dead weight. Or, you know, Players 6 through 13 are not just dead weight anymore. They actually get guys who are buying in and they're playing with guys who are really good in Simmons and Embiid and J.J. Redick who can shoot lights out, and they see it, the next guy up is playing better. So now those games they were losing routinely at the beginning of the year, they're finding ways to close well, them out. Covington's a nice little player, and T.J. McConnell gives you... But gives they were losing those games with those guys earlier well, in the year. I, you want to know why? Well, the reason why they were losing those games is because, again, they were still young and they were trying to gel together, but even b but before then it was because you know every time they were winning... Or they were in the game, and Bede had to come off the floor. But now that's no longer an issue. He's staying in the game. But, they, could, but the they didn't just get mature in a couple of games. What happens is they found a way to win a game and make smart decisions, and the coach made smart decisions, yeah, Brett Brown and they, his, closed, they closed games out which they weren't able to do. Well, Brett Brown started getting his rotations correct and started shortening the bench a little bit and things like that. Meanwhile, Okafor yet to still hit the floor. <laughs> no, he did last night. Did they he really? put him in there. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. All right. In, 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 in Utah, and they won their fifth straight game. So I want to see them win every game. I want to see this team win now, okay? No more excuses, no more process E or process E's. Process A? Or is it. How, this how is a good question by William Collins. What is worse consumer fraud, the 76ers or the Cleveland Browns? That's good. That's good. That is a good question. That may require. No, some. well, I don't know. You know what? It's got to be the Sixers because in Cleveland. They don't tell you they're going to get good anytime soon. You know they suck. <laughs> all right? The Sixers, at least, they, they they wave it in front of you like, hey, guys, there's a chance. You know what I mean? Come check out Ben Simmons. Come check out Embiid. In Cleveland, it's like, come check out the Sean Kaiser and... Uh, and watch him buy condoms. And Isaiah, Isaiah Crowell and Duke Johnson. Don't forget Josh Gordon. He's coming back. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's coming. Josh Gordon's coming back. Yes, he is. Been cleared to play. The bad news, he's coming back to the Cleveland Browns. I think I actually have audio of Josh Gordon coming back. We have tape? Yeah. Speaking of that. This is an official statement right here. Still going. That's a good job. Actually. Thank you, Tony. I know you wanted that before the show started. That's pro, that's pro level right there. That's, that's NBA back. quality. Thank you very much. Speaking of uh, hits from the bong, I got to do this update because this is big news. This affects the people in the future now. We're not just talking about old, tired stories. Let's go to our wacky, tobacky, sticky, icky shock in Cali bro update. Give me a little music accompaniment first, Luigi. This needs the proper, proper accoutrement, as we like to say. The accoutrement, the necessary. We don't need a Ambiance. big... We don't need a big 15 tentacle bong. We don't need, you know, a, we don't need any stinking... Uh, paper clips. 
roach clips. We don't need any of that stuff. But here's a question that I ask all of you, speaking of consumer fraud. You thinking about buying recreational marijuana in 2018, Luigi? Uh, no. Okay. I'm sure many of our listeners are. I'm sure they already have. Because it's becoming legal everywhere. Recreational. The medicinal's been legal in most places. Recreational. And you know what's going to happen? Especially in California, where they like their icky, sticky, icky, and Maui Wowie and all the other stuff. Purple haze, homie. And you know, they said, make it legal and then tax it, right? I said, make it legal and then tax the hell out of it, right? I would just smoke legally and buy it illegally. Duh. Here's what's going to happen. California in 2018 stands to make a billion dollars in annual tax revenue when recreational pot becomes legal. Associated Press reporter Mike Blood estimates that customers could end up paying close to 70% more 70% than the stickier price, so to speak. 70% more than you're paying right now. You know why? And you're the people who keep saying it. Make weed legal and then tax it. If you take the cost of good quality medicinal marijuana right now at a dispensary in L.A., about an eighth of an ounce will cost you $35 right now. Next year, you're going to have to pay a 15% state excise tax that gets tacked onto the purchase. Then there will be a 10% city tax that's expected to get rolled over into the consumer. You get it rolled over? And then... I get it. Then you're going to pay the regular sales tax another 10%. <laughs> but wait. But wait, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's more. more. Then Jerry Brown will come to your house and say, give me a hit from that bong, yeah, exactly. sucker. Let me get a pull pop pinsky. And then the people who are running these businesses, growing the weeds, are going to now have to add business costs. And that's going to go up quickly. So now that same oh, wait, eighth we, of an ounce. Are we going to hear that magical term, an additional fees? Yes. That no one knows what they are, additional fees? No, you'll know. They'll tell you. 15% excise, 10% city tax, 10% states, regular sales tax. So that $35 eighth of an ounce that you're getting right now, uh-huh. $2018, $60. $60. Now Max Power says that add to that warehouse spaces in NoCal go for about two fifty a square foot. That's $2.50 a square foot. If you want to grow weed there, it's $25 a square foot. Dude. Yeah, but... I picked a good... Here's what I'm... Genera- here's I picked a good life not to smoke dope. But can't you just... Buy it illegally and smoke it legally? Like, wh- why are you going to pay those prices? You're not. I go to the corner and go buy a bag of weed off somebody. It's not You're a not because deal. they thought if, if you legalize it and tax it, then people wouldn't buy illegal weed. They're going to buy more illegal weed. That's all I would because do. Because they're not going to pay... Buy it illegally and smoke it they're legally. They're not going to pay taxes through the yin-yang. It's like soda taxes. People just the, don't buy. They go somewhere else and buy the soda, I right? I my bootleg cola. Exactly. Tony, you know what this means, though. What's it mean? I think that you need to go back in the weed-grown business. I know. I should. I got to get some... Gotta get some. I should have kept that property I had down in Williamstown many, many years ago. Did you, I, did you know, a, Luigi, yeah. that, yes, that, yes, that even Tony though he does not partake, he, he does grown. know how to grow it? I was selling uh, weed, in, and not selling, I was growing it for my co workers in Alabama in 1976. Uh, you're, not, you're not making much on doing overnights back then, you know what I'm saying? No, but, but I wasn't selling it. They would give me the seeds. I'd plant it in my, I had my tractor. I told you that story. Yeah, you were selling, but were you getting a take? No, I didn't, I didn't like weed. No, I just no, were you getting a take, though? Were you no, I was not t- getting anything. It was just, that was my way of giving back to my fellow to the, uh, to staff the community. members. It's because Not Tony the community, has, it was staff members. He has a green sticky thumb. Yes, I do. <laughs> so you were, you were growing pot. 
Allegedly growing pot. Not allegedly. I was growing all right, weed. All right, all right. So you were growing weed. I was weed. growing good country weed down <laughs> in Alabama. Good country. Long before country grammar was good. Yeah. Country weed was Long good. Long before Nelly was around. <laughs> Tony was grow- Tony was growing quality smoke. Quality smoke as they call it back. So now, you were you were you were growing this marijuana and you didn't receive anything? No. I had the gland. I lived on a farm. So you said go ahead most and just of grow my friends pot lived on my in land. The, most of my friends lived in apartment in studio apartments. So I had all this acreage. I said, give me your seeds, and I'll plant your weed for you. I wish I had pictures of it. I had some beautiful plants, some righteous plants, man. Now, let me ask you this. Righteous. So because I, <laughs> righteous plants. I, have, I, have, I don't know anything about growing weed. Do you have to dry it, or can you smoke it right away? I never. I, all I did was grow it. They, could well, do, they, they came and picked you? it. No, that, I, all I had to do was grow it, Robin, and it's not hard to so grow. So they, they came and picked it, and they did all exactly the rest of the stuff? Exactly right, man. They came and picked it. They got the seeds. They did whatever they wanted with did it. Did they tell you that you did? You grew a good batch? Exceptional weed. Oh, look Righteous. At that. See, that was back in the 70s, man. I could be like the kingpin of marijuana right now. I could be like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Escobar. Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. I could be like the other guy that escaped prison multiple times. What's his name? The guy that just got it and nailed him again for... El Chapo. El Chapo. Okay. I could have been El Tono. El Tono. El, El, El Bruno. El Bruno. Ole, Vato. Ole. Just imagine all the women I could have had oh, sitting you... around, man. I, uh, I could have women saying, hey. You would have been Mr. Bomb Bomb. Uh, Are you kidding me? Bomb Bomb. I want winners. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then Max Power points out again: all these people who want legal weed, state sells it, regulates it. Guess what? This is going to be a booming industry for illegal marijuana. Illegal no, that's weed. That's what I said. It's right? the dumbest thing. Okay, great. Watch Make it legal. I just buy it illegally. Exactly. Well, here's here's a Chris Pihota writes: it will still be illegal to buy it. From a non-dispensary. Of course, of course, obviously, it's always the case. If you get stopped by a cop, you will have to show proof that the bag was bought from a dispensary. All bags will have tags on them. Really? Because how many times have you had people have have had a pack of cigarettes and the pack breaks or whatever, and they'll just keep them in something different? I have actually never had that. Yeah, well, it's happened a million times. When marijuana becomes (laughs) when I was smoking recreational marijuana, I can have that. I can have that marijuana. You're gonna have to have proof. I can have that marijuana that I purchased. Illegally, already rolled, ready for smoke, ready, ba- ready, ba- basically okay. ready for consumption, without a bag. Exactly. I don't need the bag. You're not walking around say, oh, with a nickel bag. Why did you roll that in your car? I rolled it at home. I bet can, you, can you go home and get the bag for me? No. This is what I bet you anything. You're going to have to have something on your person that shows when it was purchased. No, you're, no, you're not. Are you no, kidding you're me? Not. I bet you. They don't stop people. You know what I'm going to sit there and say to you, like, dude, I just went home. I rolled this. I rolled this joint. I'm I'm high as hell right now, and you want me to go find my house no. and go find the this bag is... I bought this from? But look, Stop. officer, it's gone. I'm done. It's Luigi, over. Luigi, okay, just Bobby. for a second. It's just high. No. This is what, <laughs> once the government steps in and they're getting taxed, they're going to figure out how. No, they're, they're not. Sure, they will. The guy, the guy who shot those people up in the church. Was, was in a mental asylum and got out and still got a gun even though he wasn't because allowed to. Money, Because money. the bureaucracy about- never works, Robin. I agree. The bureaucracy, bureaucracy Unless- doesn't work. 
unless they can figure out how to make money from it, and then they will screw you. Now over. there will be people that do buy it legally. Yeah. yeah, but what I'm saying is though, there will be a lot of people that buy it illegally, and oh, there's absolutely. no way to prove it unless you physically see the hand-to-hand exchange happen. You cannot tell me that, that I bought this marijuana illegally if I brought the joint out already rolled from exactly. my house. You can't. I, I can you wait for why? the next episode of Live PD because you have no probable cause for me to to go home and get you proof of how so I bought you, this weed. Here's the thing: you get stopped for a traffic violation, whatever, and the cop, just like now, says, hey, do you have anything in your car? Let me see. And, and they, they mar- search and they find marijuana. I, you're going to have to show a receipt. No. No, you're no, not. You're not. I'm sure you will. Are no, you crazy, not. Robin? No, you you're You lived not. in California how long? Really? They don't stop anybody can for have, anything. Okay, I can have my weed in an airtight container and the cop goes, where'd you get that weed? What's the matter to you, officer? It's in my car now. It doesn't matter and where it's I bought legal, it. it's legal, by the way. It doesn't matter where I bought it. It's legal. Prove that I bought Show me the guy I bought off of. Prove that I didn't buy it out somewhere. Because if it's when legal... When you make it legal, well, it see. doesn't matter. Do you know why? Because it's not medicinal. I don't need to show you a script that says I can have this marijuana. That's right. It's I can, not. I can, absolutely I can have right. it. No, anybody can walk down the street and exactly. have it. Exactly. This isn't medicinal marijuana. This is recreational marijuana, yep. And when it becomes recreational... Anyone can have it, and there's no probable cause to stop anyone for, for having it. No, well, no, you could be stopped for being high. That's impaired driving. You could no, be no. Stopped if for you're DWI. stopped, yes. I'm but if you're walking down the street and you're just you pull a joint out of your ear and you want to smoke, yep. or you're in a bar and you're well, doing that. That happens now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it happens now. I'm, I'm not Tony Escobar Bruno, though. Thank you. If they don't see the hand to hand, there's no reason they can. I'm tell telling it. you right now, one medis- one re- not medicinal, because medicinal people buy it. People who don't don't need medicinal marijuana are buying weed. It's a scam. Go to Venice Beach and you get Dr. I've shown you all the pictures. Dr. Kush, yeah. Dr. Kush. You, you get him, he's a real doctor. He writes your prescription. You give him 100 bucks and you go buy your recreational weed. I'm the clamped. I need a doobie. Once, you, yeah, exactly. once it's recreational, there ain't no way they're going to stop the absolute bombardment yeah. of illegal weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of illegal weed coming into this country. People will, be, people will be growing weed everywhere, yep. and on be, every rooftop, in every city in America. And they'll be bringing it in? Down to exactly. Florida. Exactly Easily. right. Shipping them in, baby. To the sunshine state. Yes, officer, I have five pounds of San Fernando OG in the trunk. You want some? Exactly. Mazel tov, bro. Max Power. It's a good name. Does you think that's his real name, Max, Max Power? Power? I don't know. I like it. It's a good porn name. Not Kenny Powers. No. Now let's go to Florida. Where oh, Max way, Major. Just, so you know on Facebook how they have all, well you don't know because you're never on there. Exactly. But Facebook has these questions every now and then like uh, what underwear what color underwear do you have on and what's the last food you ate that's your porn name? Mine was like the weirdest porn name ever yesterday. This is about porn names? No this had nothing to do with it. Superman Catchatory that's what I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> My, pretty good. That is good. Mine was mine was nude raviolis yesterday. Nude raviolis. I know. Oh, you got no sauce. You can't have naked raviolis. Who eats naked pasta? No, because my underwear color was nude yesterday. Oh. See? I like nude undies. Well, I don't think men wear nude undies. Yeah, but I can't see them. I'm like... Well, you're not going to get to see them anyway. <laughs> we do the damn update okay, now? yes. We can do the damn update. Let's go back this to the update desk and the update already in progress. Ladies and gentlemen... Let's go down to our favorite state, Florida. Mm-hmm. And because this is bad news, too. This is, and because it's our favorite state, for multiple reasons, including the fact that it has great stories, um, at our beck and call pretty much daily, this is an outrage. It is so, an outrage. What's this website, first of all, that came thrillist. up with this list? 
Thrillist. Thrillist comes up with all sorts of... Is it good, Thrillist? I'm talking about Thrillist. You know, top 10 list, the best of list, the, you know, whatever Have they ever list. gone to Luigi's uh, Funkin' Fantasy and helped him with his... Uh, or beaten him at his fantasy... Uh, eight, no. Dude. Eight, now, no, usually, huh? Thrillist... They they have rankings where it's like food and drink, right, right. Uh, beer. You know what the states best, have the best uh, the best place to pick up drunken coeds and best party towns. Well, they decided to go big or go home, and so they ranked every single state on everything. All fifty-seven states. Fifty-seven. All fifty-seven <laughs> states. <laughs> Never mind. They ranked it on everything. More specifically, the contributions to America. So, inventions, food and drink, productive, famous people, unique physical beauty type Mm -hmm. things, all of that put together. So, Florida is beautiful. I mean, it's got great weather. It is. Except for Jacksonville. No, but I'm saying, mostly speaking, people go to vacation. You got the Miami, of course, South Beach. Miami. Well, let me me tell you, like, the number one state. What's the number one state? What is it? The best state in America for all of those things. No, Michigan, apparently. Michigan? Michigan. I know. The Upper Peninsula or just the whole state? Yeah, exactly. The reason why they chose Michigan. Because Jim Harbaugh is coaching the Wolverines? Solid pair of khakis while you're out there. They said that um, they have an embarrassment of beer riches. So all sorts of beers coming from Michigan. That's ridiculous. You're going to base it on that. Um, beer they, from Michigan? Now listen, everybody has beer. Every state beer now anywhere. has microbreweries and great breweries. Got a Greg 2SP What are these, a bunch of stoner us? nerds that came up with this survey? Hey, wait, is this a hipster list? Uh, well, Thrillist, hello. Yeah, th- anybody on these blog sites are all hipsters. Then I so Michigan, less Maine was Millennials. Number, yeah. Am I right? <laughs> you ain't wrong. <laughs> Maine was number two. Kentucky was number three. So Maine was number two. I yeah. get it. They got lobster. Yeah, so I mean, and this and this is uh, also and Tom's, and they have two good toothpaste. Well, and one Tom's of the re- from Maine. I know Tom. One of the reasons why Michigan was also there's Tim, Tim, Tim Allen is from Michigan. There's like so it's also about all the famous people that are from there. So there's not a lot of famous people from my from Florida. Now let me tell you. So Pennsylvania was number twelve. Wow, that's not bad. Out of all of the states. What about New Jersey? New Jersey. We got the Rocky statue. You know that, right? Yeah. Now California was number nine. Hawaii was number six. Yeah, give me the top ten now. We love this, Tony. Michigan. So wait, I'm going backwards. I'm going backwards. Michigan number one, Maine number two. No, that's forward. I'm going backwards. This is backwards. Three, Kentucky. Four, Wisconsin. Louisiana number five, or Louisiana. 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 Six is Hawaii. Uh, Minnesota, where we will be going, uh, is number seven. Mm -hmm. They have about ten thousand lakes. By the way, not we ten thousand cannibals. Though I don't know what happened to them. I, I think they got eaten up. I want to give a major, major shout so. out to Airbnb. Yes. By the way, who really, really helped us and came through with our uh, reservations. Accommodations. We, we were having a, a little bit of issues. Airbnb, fantastic customer yes, service. Yes, they did, and we have we rented a very lovely uh, place from, from a, a bungalow. Woman named, a bungalow. Our, our host's name is Allison, who is very excited. And she was a, she's a fan. She knows who I am. I know. And I didn't I even heard. put that in any of the reservation stuff. Because if you put that in, then they go, oh, we're going to jack this yeah, loser course, up yeah. uh, even more. Yeah, no. So uh, the reservation was confirmed, and then she gets the name once it's confirmed. And then she writes back the same, going, oh, my gosh, are you the Tony Bruno? She's very excited. You know what she was happy about? She says, you know, I was just a little concerned, you know, because it's Super Bowl week. And I figured I didn't want a bunch of, like, college kids coming here and trashing my place. You like, know? Did you meet Luigi? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't mention that you were one of those guys. 
Nah, I'm well behaved. No, you're right. As, long, for, as long as I put you on Except a, when you drink too much and... Uh, hey, listen, man. Warren Moon hands you something, you drink it. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says, all right? <laughs> and we, we, no, we, listen, we were fine. We were fine. And we were, we were doing shots. It was me and the... Um, one of the sales reps ago, who was a place kicker for, he was a place kicker for Texas A and M, and no, he lost his he lost his starting job in college at Caleb Sturgis. Oh, really? Yes. And I was talking to him, and then we're do, we were doing a couple shots at the bar, and then Warren Moon and Robert Horry come over. So we do a shot. We all do a shot of whiskey, and then Warren Moon pulls out this flask, and he goes, "You got to try some of this." And I'm like, "What is it?" He goes, "You can't get this anywhere." And I How took come a sh- Warren Moon didn't hook me up. I've only known the guy. Well, forever. I told him a story about when he when I drunk dialed him at three o'clock in the morning. Okay. That was the best story ever. So he pulls over, so he hands me shot. I took one shot of this, and all of a sudden, I could start seeing I can start hearing noises and seeing sounds. And it was just not good, man. I wonder it, what the heck it was. I don't know, man. We're but it was out of control. Ask, next time, well, we'll see him in the Super Bowl. Well, let's get back to the so, damn list. Okay, so eight is Washington State. Washington State. California's nine. Colorado's ten. So that's Colorado's the top 10. not even it's nine? Colorado. Ten. Colorado's ten. California's and, and Pennsylvania is 12. I'm going to Colorado. Yes. What about New Jersey? New, New Jersey. Jersey. I probably didn't make the list. No, it has to. It's all 50 states. Eh. Jersey doesn't really count as a state. It's oh, more, nah, of, a, no, it's no, more no. of a pain in the ass on the way to New York. Uh, New Jersey, 21. 21. It's New about Jersey's right. It's 21. about right. All right, I don't want the whole list, but I want to know where Florida ranks. On the list of the top 50 states. Because the Florida song is already done and over with. Florida, ladies and gentlemen, Four? No, number no, no. 50. What? 50. It's an outrage. Florida is the worst state in America? The worst state. It's an outrage. I don't get that. Read what, they, what these putzes wrote about Florida. It's not even that long, but it says, when putting together a list such as this, there can be some temptation to defy popular expectation and go against the grain. However, Florida's <laughs> awfulness resume is so staggeringly impressive wow. that it couldn't go any other way. You were born for this. Embrace it. Wow. I know. Obviously, you can't handle the truth. Obviously, these State people stinks. have... No, <laughs> that's, that's it does a, not. No, it doesn't. That's, it's that's, gorgeous. That may be the most bogus poll, and I hate lists how is How is Florida below Jersey? I mean, it, I know geographically speaking it's below Jersey, but as far as just like being in the state itself, Jersey sucks. Delaware sucks. How the hell are they ranked Delaware low? Delaware was 49. Like, Did you know that? Oh, okay. Well, Delaware <laughs> was 49, and then, New Jer- and then uh, Florida was 50th. That's ridiculous. And then... Like, like Nebraska. Who the hell wants to go to Nebraska? The only thing in Nebraska is what, like the the phone museum? No, Cornhuskers, man. Don't care about the Cornhuskers? Nobody's care about the Cornhuskers. Eric Crouch. Nebraska. This is what they said about Nebraska, which is number forty on the list, by the way. Where your grandpa gets his mail order steaks, and where the good citizens see a football coach and say, "Now that guy should be in Congress." Exactly. You're talking about Tom Osborne. These guys are just high. Millennials. Yes. They're not even millennials. This is, these, these strappers who write these things. This was written by Kevin Alexander and Matt Lynch. Whoever they are. Whoever they are. They're dopes. They are dopes. The only, I mean, there's no state taxes to in me, California. To me, I think that they, or in Florida, you mean. Yeah, that's what I said, in, say, in Florida. Yeah, I, I think that these people have not traveled much. No. That's what this says They haven't left their mom's basement with their <laughs> coconut oil that was given to them by Gabe Kapler last week at his news conference when he became the Phillies manager. Luigi, are you a coconut oil guy yourself? No, man. Have you tried it? You've heard the whole coconut oil thing, right? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. 
Uh, no, Gabe Kapler was asked about you know what kind because he's a big fitness guy and mm-hmm. health guy, and a lot of the local media obsessed with Gabe Kapler because he works out and most of these guys Which are the most schlubs. Ridic- it's the most ridiculous schlubs, thing ever, I, right? Every so, single every single journalist or reporter out there who wrote anything about Kapler used like a shirtless photo. It's like, dude, exactly. you, I, you've lost all credibility for me, and I don't care what you have to write. Anymore. But no, you know what else they asked him about? Masturbation. Oh, okay. And he said that when he masturbates, he uses coconut oil. Wait, what? They, well, when it comes a- to masturbation for myself, I am, as an old dirty bastard would say, I like it raw. I go hand, I flesh. <laughs> I don't put no lubrication in between. This is so much TMI. This is. Like, I'm just saying. I, I just. I listen. I'm just saying. Oh, I, good for you. When I gotta handle business on my end, and it's not often. No, no, I gotta. No, t- no, I, no, I no, want to no. go raw. There are certain things you just really don't want to know about people. Hey. You asked. I don't I do not. anything. Tony said how I felt. I feel raw. I don't masturbate. I have someone I do it for me. I feel raw now. It's not often, but I'm just saying it happens when it does. <sighs> I care about Dave Kapler and what the frick he uses for masturbation. This was is this what it's recent? come to. This was a recent? Yeah, yes. it was a big story last week. You guys are too busy watching bad reality shows. No. I just can't imagine time. going to somebody that just got a new, like the the new. Well, he volunteered. He he wrote about it. He writes on his blog. He writes on his Facebook page about you know things like masturbation and health and fitness and stuff. And then these people who live okay. sheltered lives are like, wow, right? Coconut oil. Wow. Coconut oil is fantastic. Better than jojoba oil. I use jojoba oil. What about shea butter? No, that's not good. It's not. Not for the hua. What about uh, apple cider vinegar? That you can put on your hoo but it's too. not a good one. It's good for your metabolism, too. How about the EVOO? A little Rachel Ray special? No, that one's fine. EVOO, you E-V-O-O. know what that is, right? Yeah, That's not a band Jumbo. from the 70s. That's no, right. not... Uh, E-V-O-O. Not E-L-O. <laughs> the Electric Light Orchestra. E-V-O-O. It's coming to town next month, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, you liking this stuff? tonight? He is. He's in the back. He's going to stay in there. We're going to wash some clothes while he's I, uh, back Ma- there. Max Powers has got to at least spit on it, bro. Nope. I'm telling you, man. I go raw. Or as someone once said, just spit on that thing. Luigi's <laughs> just a hand sanitizer guy. <laughs> no, I'm not, brother. I'm telling you, man. I, I, listen, I, 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 am a, I, am, I am a raw hand and, and whatever sock is laying around to clean it up with kind of guy. That's it. I'm, I'm t- I get done mess. It's like he- a crime scene. I'm telling you, it's a crime <laughs> scene. <laughs> it's crazy. There's reckless abandonment on the walls. From on the this couch. point, from this, I care less. From this what show up? on, people are not going to want to shake your hand anymore. I know. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with that? Howie Mandel would leave the building, let alone shake your hand. He wouldn't even get in the same room with you. Listen, man, those are the facts. By the way, and I'm just keeping it real. That's coconut it. oil is better for you and better for your hoo-ha. Men don't have it so difficult, but women, you shouldn't get all sorts of weird stuff up there. Coconut oil is safer and better to use than lube. Really? Because a lot of lube has sugars in it, and that's bad for your hoo-ha. Yeah, and people who have like a gluten allergy or like a high fructose allergy, they should be they should be wary of that. You should just just saying. You like that? You like that? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, I actually, I do. <laughs> As a matter Every of fact. now and then. As a matter of fact, I do. Actually, that's one of the one of the very few. <laughs> Thank you, Ric Flair. One of the very few episodes of Seinfeld that I ever saw was the masturbation episode, Ooh, which yeah. I thought was hysterical because I totally got uh, it. I'm out. <laughs> that's it, Kramer. Two seconds wow. later, I'm out. <laughs> 
Did you see? Do you remember that one? Tony? No, I've never they watched Seinfeld. They made a Seinfeld. bet of who could last the longest. I've never watched Seinfeld. There you was never a, watched Seinfeld. Absolutely you, not. This is, this is Tony doing me. You never watched no, Seinfeld. No, I haven't. Not once. I mean, by accident. It's on every 10 seconds, Tony. I, I maybe watched some of it by accident once. It's all right. That particular episode. I think you episode, would like Seinfeld. No, he wouldn't. Yes, but he that particular episode. I'm the guy who originated shows about nothing. This, <laughs> this is a podcast. This is a podcast about nothing. My whole career has been about nothing. This is a podcast about nothing. Jeez. No, in this particular episode, they all put they they make a bet with each other on who can last the longest without masturbating. And the very first night, everybody's going to bed and they can't they can't fall asleep. <laughs> you see what that guy wrote? Yeah. <laughs> Luigi Buckerto. Buckerto, you get it? Yes. Uh, okay. So all right, this is this is what happens to the children out there listening. What's this happening? Let's this, think about the children. We're giving them an education. It's nine eighteen. That's what happens, Tony. So it is already. They. they Kramer is the first one out because he wants to go to sleep, and so yeah, he walks in, he just puts two hundred dollars on the table. I'm out. I'm out. That's <laughs> it. Two hundred bucks. <sighs> this is getting out of hand, as uh, Ramel Edwards. <laughs> Everybody's, by the way, making comments about Miss Lily making a cameo appearance. Oh yeah, Miss Lily's up on the on the table here now. Do we have her. She heard all the sex talk. She says, hey, I've been fixed. I can't have any more babies. I had thir- I pumped out 13. Yeah, you could at least... Lick my asshole. She does that quite well on her own. Thank you. Yeah, cats and dogs can do that. Would humans do that if they could? Yes, they could. If they could, they would. No, and they, they have- wouldn't. Yes. No, no way. I wouldn't. No way. They'd be like, what's his name? Dwayne Wade. Really? Did you see that story? No. Dwayne Wade said he never did that to his wife. Really? Yeah. It never went down on her? No. The other thing. Oh. Licked her backside? Yes. R- rim, ATM. Rim so job. ATM. <laughs> I don't think you could put your ring. I think you, you could really put a ring on it until you put your tongue on it at least, right? I don't know. Well, what is this now? We're going to get Dr. Drew in here now if this continues. <laughs> hey, listen, we're adults. We're talking. I know. Is this sex talk All now? All of a sudden, an yes. asshole comes in, into the room and... It... I'm surrounded by assholes now. <laughs> I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> I find, I, I, I do have to say, I, I feel very, 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 very sad for people who have never tried or afraid to try or think it's gross to do any kind of oral sex. I because do feel bad for those people. I, I feel bad, very bad for them. I prefer the written con myself some nights. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> In 140 characters or less, please. All right, I got to go to friggin' sleep. All right, please. Or as a friend once said to me when I tried it. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Nice you want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no games. Damn right. It's, I love this. Max Post. So, how about them bears? <laughs> so, is this a family show? Yes, it is. Uh, all right. Dr. Ruth, if she were listening tonight, she would say, that's a good job. That's very good. 90 seconds. We have oh, 90, seconds 90 seconds left. The countdown left. clock is oh. on. You got to fix that, Robin. I'm going to fix it. You do it or I'm doing it? I'm doing it. All right. I was, no, I have a Dr. Ruth tape. Play your, your bit that we have. When it's usually we're running a little bit late. Oh, I can't find that one. Oh, come it's on, on a soundboard. I didn't download it. I got to load that in the system. I know. He has and the hits a- just keep on coming. Damn right. Well, so- the show started off... Uh, Completely on track, and then as per usual. 
it went something went terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. wrong. I love it's it. It's like VH1's behind the music. Well, now, well, we went a little bit long in the first hour speaking about Roy and everything, and yeah. people calling in, people checking in, and sharing a little bit of their, you know, their feelings about it. So we had to wait to get to some of this stuff, and that's what happens. You go down to Florida, you come back, and you know, you know, like an assholes. It happens. It happens. Robin, it happens. It does happen. And Tony, it did happen. And so there's nothing okay with wrong with it. I gotta see if my buddy Mike Thompson's gonna be on Jimmy Kimmel. I just saw a tweet from him. Or a Facebook thing. Woo! Now, we do have a little bit of housekeeping really quick. We do? Yes, we do. Luigi will clean up after, don't worry. So, Come on, man. let me remind people that the way we are able to get sponsors is by ha- being able to show all the fantastic listeners that we have. Mm-hmm. So, the more you share... And the more you tell your friends and family about this fantastic show on Wednesday nights, the better it is for us so that we can get sponsors mm-hmm. and continue exactly. this And this isn't like PBS where if you send us for $20 no. a month, we send Which you one of can. Luigi's used uh, pairs of underwear. No. Although we would do that if you, <laughs> yes, you really you wanted would. to. Now, there is an opportunity coming for you because we now have over 100,000 downloads on average per show. Are you serious? Yes. So we are doing. Um, that's that's between the. Facebook, that's between Facebook Live, live listeners, the replays, and the audio only on the various Stitcher. And the people and walking by and hear us right outside the window. Those so I think my two three thousand kick in a week. It yeah. helps. I mean, it helps. So actually, no, anyway. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? What's so funny? No, what I'm saying is that that if you would like to sponsor the Tony Bruno Show, please contact um, us via email at Miss Robin Austin. What about Jack's uh, at gmail.com and at um, what is it called, Jack? Yes, tbshowsales at gmail.com. Tbshowsales at gmail.com. We got Super Bowl week coming up. Yep. Nobody does Super Bowl week like this show. We are the only podcast. Now, there are other podcasts that get credential, but we are the only podcast that gets credentialed on Radio Exactly Row. right. Well, not to mention the fact that you're the only person who sits there and you don't have to go get anyone. People come to you. Exactly <laughs> right. So every big celebrity that walks through the door... They're coming right to me. So we Carson are Wentz came on the show. Taking... And we're going to pull that tape from last year's Super Bowl yeah. in Houston when I asked Carson Wentz if he expects to be here next week and next year in the game. That's the kind of foresight that I had last year after his rookie season. I said, this is your rookie year. Next year, can we expect you to be here? And you will hear that conversation with Carson Wentz coming up. If not you, tonight, but no, not when tonight. we find it. But if you, if you have... <laughs> Just give us a few times to rummage through the old tapes. Jim from Shelton, if you're listening still. No, we have it. No. We have if it. you have a business and mm-hmm. you would like to be able to advertise at the Super Bowl... Please contact us. Uh, that we we do have a few um, opportunities for you to do that. We're not going to overload the shows, but we no. will be we will be airing live all week from Super Bowl Radio Row. Uh, Monday. We have load. Monday. We have load management, sort of like Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we got to take care of the load management. We'll Speaking on, of masturbation, we'll yes. and, our asses off. and exactly. we are load. also collecting products as giveaways for our Christmas Eve Eve show. So if you yes. have a business and you have any products that you would like to donate, and um, like we'll be giving away moonshine gift certificates that night, but we have other product we like to give away for the Tony Claus stuff because mm-hmm. people like, and it's for promotional consideration. So 
Like last year, we gave away watches. Mm-hmm. We gave away uh, what else? We gave away the uh, putter buddies. The putter we buddies. Gave we gave away the little uh, the thin optics glasses. Thin optics glasses that um, you can put on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gift certificates to random uh, establishments in the city as well. Exactly. Right? Yes. So uh, any of those types of things, if you have access to them, if you own a business, please let us know, and uh, we would love to have you be a part of the Tony Bruno Show. Exactly. And don't forget, like it on Facebook Live. Go in there and share, like, all the other things you can do. Without having to use 280 characters. And 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 Larry from Port Richmond, who we couldn't get to. I'm sorry, Larry. I know you've been holding I think Larry's time. just listening, right? Yes, but he's also said, please don't forget to vote for the Moody Blues. And the Moody Blues in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame voting. It's getting down to the nitty-gritty, man. Get down to the nitty-gritty. I voted for ever. Moody Blues, man. Nacho Libre. Great movie. Maybe the greatest movie ever made. No, we suck again. Exactly. No, that was uh, yeah, I know, I know. I'm a different movie. Got to get ingredients for the children. <laughs> and we want to thank Jack for taking over call screening. People, Jack in the back, yo. People, Way back. People, back, 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 back. It's funny because people are still not used to the fact that we actually now have a better handle on our phone calls. So, yes, you That's can call A-handle. us. That's an A-handle. Well, it's so funny because he's got a handle of Luigi, vodka back there. Just Luigi has a show. call screener for uh, Funk and Fantasy every Thursday, yep. and so he's been getting tons of phone calls because people are used to it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we can call Luigi. We can't get through to the Tony Bruno show, but we can call Luigi." No, they get through. Now, now they you can get, get through. through. Now, you yep. stop, man. Uh, no. I should have never even promoted. That's what happened. <laughs> she just left me as the call screener for life. You'd have yeah. been good, man. Dude. You'd have been good. The show probably be going a lot better too. Get out! Get out! I will, as soon as we wrap this puppy up, Tony. We're going to wrap it up. Don't forget Luigi tomorrow night. Clark C. Simpson. Yes, we are. We are coming to Minneapolis in February. We're going to be there all week, arriving on the 20th. Ten days in Minneapolis, baby. We arrive January 27th, departing February 6th. That's right. dress warm. It's cold out there, boy. It is cold. And if anybody listening from, uh, let's see, what are the uh, great outdoor places? uh, You know what, Clark? We need See, an official outfitter for the Mr. Tony Bruno trip. Clark trip to, uh, C. Simpson, we need to find a location to do a Super Bowl party from. Yes. So we are actively yes. looking for bars, venues, whatever that would that would like to host Tony Bruno. Have or RVs, have, yeah. you know, <laughs> RVs. We need to get a deal with North Face. Yes, we do. Yes. We need to get like outfitted. You know how like when the Olympics they have their logos on there. We did it a couple years ago in Dallas, right? That's right. Did we not have all the Tony Bruno gear? We did have fantastic. Tony we gave Bruno it away. Gear. You know who got one of my Tony Bruno shirts? Remember, the beautiful actress. Former uh, model for uh, Sports Illustrated. Oh, the one who's married, uh, K- K- not Kate. Kate Upton? Kate Upton? No, 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 it wasn't Kate Upton. No? It's another beautiful blonde who blonde. has been in a couple movies. I can't think of her name now. She's Darn married it. to Kathy Ryan. Decker, is that her name? Decker. Decker. Yeah, Decker. Decker. Yeah, what's her first I name? I didn't even, I did hug her. Uh, I did, I hug, did her. hug her. Was it Kathy Decker? No, it's not Kathy. Decker. Brooklyn what's Decker? Brooklyn, Brooklyn Decker. Decker. There Thank we go. you. Thank you very much. You're welcome very much. We Between got pictures the three of, of us, Brooklyn we have Decker. One brain. I knew it was Decker. I didn't even. <laughs> no, I did. But that's another story for another time. As I restart the close one more time. No, that's it. <laughs> In the meantime, be careful out there. I want to thank Jack O'Donnell. Great job again. He even brought his own blue moon tonight, but I brought the orange. It's a good job out of you, Tony. You can follow at LuigiCurdo22 on Twitter, at Miss Robin Austin, at Tony Bruno Show. Jack, do you have Twitter? No, you don't have to follow him. Not yet, but he will. He'll blow up soon. And even though he doesn't come on the show anymore and totally disrespects this once fine podcast, 
the great Joe Corrado. He'll be with me tomorrow. At Forza Corrado. Screw him. You have him. I already had him. He's a bad lay. <laughs> Oi. That's why I stick to my hand, bro. Exactly right. And don't forget, be careful with your coconut oil this holiday weekend, whatever it is. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And don't smoke overtaxed weed and drive. Until next week, we'll see you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Come back soon. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.